So this isn't the track that you want. <laughs> so you're looking for predictions. And five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> Give me one sec. Welcome to the Mission Control Podcast. All right. This is cool. I love this intro. Very cool. You can hear. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are going to talk about a rather serious topic, the future. What does the future hold? Today we are going to make some predictions. It is difficult to imagine the state of the world in 100 years. As we have seen before, the world has changed drastically in the past 100 years. In 100 years, I predict that the average man will get his news and entertainment from a variety of sources. Big companies will no longer have a monopoly on the news and entertainment people enjoy. I predict that television sets will get increasingly smaller. I predict that television sets will shrink to the point that they can fit on our wristwatches. I think that in 100 years, there will be film cameras at every street corner. They will be put in place in the name of our safety, but our freedoms will increasingly vanish. We will trade our freedom for safety. We will allow our rights to be eroded because the authorities tell us it will keep our children safe. Alright. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. Fucking what an intro. The, the, the future is doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Adam Stafford, thanks for coming on, man. AKA Squid Eyes. Thanks for having me. That's right. Where did where did that audio sample come from? Uh, so, as has been said many a time on this podcast, I was uh, <laughs> falling down the rabbit hole. That is YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I came across this audio recording that was sent into a radio station anonymously, and supposedly it was from the 1940s. And it was a guy who was going to make some predictions, and then it was supposed to be used in the future to see how it was going to like balance out with how things were mm. um, when it was listened to. And so it was sent like a year or two ago, and then these guys found it, and they're like, "All right." So, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a lot of that in media in general. Like, if you if you look at a lot of, like, films, a lot of guys like to pick apart these famous films and show what they've kind of predicted. I think 2001 A Space Odyssey is a big one. It showed the, the first smartphone, apparently. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've actually a, a black crystal. I've actually mm. never seen. You I've haven't seen, seen it? it. No. Oh, get out. <laughs> get out. So, I know it's like a staple. <laughs> I know it's a staple, but i It's I've okay, never... man. I'm just pretending to like have seen it. I haven't actually seen it. Ah, <laughs> so have you seen it? Yes, I have seen it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah oh, true. That's yeah, awesome. I've no, never seen it. Well, first of all, I met you. Uh, well, let's just say we know each other through mutual colleagues, let's just say. Yeah. Um, spend a lot of time together. Yeah, I can usually p- pick up on certain people that, you know, might be into certain things. Yeah. Well, they, um, I like to call it the spidey sense. Exactly. And they yeah. say that people who are similar, like naturally their conversations will kind of um, just become one. Yeah. You align with people mm. um, 
It's pretty crazy. It's an energy, isn't it? Yeah, for it's, sure. It's more yeah. than just the conversation. It's actually the, so, the energy. Yeah. In, in the other words, you met out the back smoking a cone together. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, uh, so I've actually never, um, I've actually never, never done drugs. Never done drugs. No. You're one of those people, right? Well, it's I so felt that. I felt ever since that I was a well. kid. Ever since I was a kid, I've had like a um, heart palpitation. Okay. And I, I've got to say, probably in the last like three years, it's gone. It's, it's almost gone. Okay. Like I pretty much haven't haven't had it since. Mm-hmm. But um, that was always a massively scary thing to me. Like I, I figured anything like that would would trigger it off. Having said that, I do have the occasional Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the occasional shit, Red that, Bull. That stuff could be dangerous, more dangerous than other shit sometimes. But, but if yeah. you build a tolerance to it. Then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. can get like three quarters of the way to work before you realize you forgot your car. Yeah. And then you get back. <laughs> I had a Coke for the first time in like a year, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I realized why I stopped. Sugar. I just, I was fucking insane. <laughs> just insane for like, like six hours. Just, I don't know how people drink that shit every day, but like you said, tolerance, right? Tolerance. I got a two little bottle in the fridge. I felt like I'll my heart fin- was I'll finish stop, that by man. tonight. Yeah. I was really yeah. on edge. Like, I was driving home and I was, like, gripping the steering wheel. And I'm like, what is wrong? Oh, yeah, I had that Coke. Yeah, I'd actually... Um, I was talking to some guys the other day and I'd actually really love to, by the end of the year, New Year's resolution, but for the whole year. Mm. Um, no sugar. Yeah. Uh, that includes energy drinks and stuff. And I want to, like, see how my body and my brain goes, like, even first thing in the morning to cut out caffeine and, and sugar and you just get, see uh, what yeah. the vibe is. You get your energy back. I can guarantee that. You know, yeah. I've seen the light at the end of the tunnel. I took a year off caffeine and all of my energy came back. My wife is, like, consistently energetic. Mm. Like, she gets tired naturally, but, like, she and she doesn't, she doesn't eat anything, drink anything bad. So I'm I'm assuming, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's there's got to be a correlation there. <laughs> yeah, totally. I would say I, so, I am so terrible with sugar and sugary drinks. Mm. Like that's literally where my yeah. belly is from. Just, <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I have like a sugar addiction. Yeah, like, I'd, 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 I'd say I do. Stop sugar. I'd say I do. Most people yeah. do when they don't know it. Yeah. It's only well, when you we try well, to stop the, it. Yeah. The pack of jelly beans we had the other day, and just like just yeah. grabbing jelly beans, yeah. just eating jelly beans. As I'm talking and as I'm judging other people, I obviously. I'm no angel myself. Yeah, I love. I yeah, I have a sweet tooth. Do you think it runs? It really is genetic. What you're predisposed to being addicted to? Because I know my dad has a sweet tooth, but it's a hard one to say. Look, well, I, yeah. Hmm. No, go on. go on. I was I was gonna say I think I think certain things maybe, um, and maybe not so much other things. I think everyone has the willpower to not do what their previous generation did. Yeah, like. But I know that my both my parents and probably grandparents. Actually, I know my grandparents smoked, yeah. smoked cigarettes. My dad smoked. Yeah. The smell of burning tobacco. I just ever since I was a kid, I flip and love it. Mm. And my cousins who are like in the next gen, like next age bracket up. Mum's one of nine, so mum's eldest sister's kids are my mum's age, kind of thing. So I was kind of like around my cousins were my mum's age. But anyway, growing up, they like they smoke still. And just the smell of burning tobacco. I, like people were like, "Oh, I can't stand it. It's disgusting." Da 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 da. I actually love the smell, mm. and I wonder. Um, the, I'm ashamed, I don't know. Maybe I just love it. Maybe I just love <laughs> burning tobacco. I don't know. <laughs> well, my my grandparents back in South Africa were owned a tobacco farm. Yeah, wow. But I ke- I keep thinking about about what it would be like back then with the tobacco industry, 
And you look at all the tobacco now, there's probably so much chemicals in it that when it burns, you're yeah. not actually smelling proper tobacco. Mm. Whereas back in the olden days and shit, like the what would be like the 30s and 40s when it was like pure tobacco, yeah. mm. the smell would have actually been probably beautiful. Yeah, before it was all like corporatized and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I hate the smell. I hate smelling other people's smoke. Mm. And I, I, I smoke. But a, a lit <laughs> cigarette smells way better than, let's say, cigarette from someone's jacket when they've been out all night. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I think, uh, like, the lit cigarette sounds smells way way better. Mm. Yeah, maybe. No, for some reason, like, if, if someone, if I'm not smoking and someone lights up a smoke and I smell it, I'm like, oh, that smells like shit. Mm. I better roll my own and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you've had a break from smoking and you smell someone that smokes, oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's really obvious. Yeah. Yeah, so just don't Super stop smoking. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, I'm sorry about I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, that's wicked, man. You produce your own music, so we've got yeah. a common thread going. Yeah. I feel like I connect with people that are artistic, and that sounds so wanky. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um, there, there's, like, this thing that you share, like, this little secret, and you kind of know it, and I felt that off you. I knew you were a, a creative guy the second I... The, I secret, I, the secret I have... Are you talking mm. about like my the stuff I do with music? Well, I'm just saying that you know I, f- I felt that when I first met you. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. People. I think. Um, I think. Like I said, man. Um, I think people who are the same. Yeah. They just find each other. Yeah. It's crazy. People who are the same. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can feel the aura. Yeah. The there's something like, about yeah. people. Mm, it's like an a, yeah. attractive. If you're, you know, depressed people hang out with depressed people. Mm. People who are super happy hang out with the same people. There's, it's, mm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you produce everything yourself. What do you use? Yeah. Uh, so, I started, I get, <laughs> the first song I ever made, I suppose, was on a, um, I saved up. My first job was um, stacking shelves at a supermarket. Mm-hmm. And I would have been 14, so I was just the legal. I think it's 14 and nine months was the legal age that you could work. Was when I was a kid. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I got my first tax back. That was my first time. I was I was on like 60 bucks a week, and to me, like that was because I was living with my parents. I didn't have to pay rent. I was going to school, all that sort of stuff. So my first paycheck, my first tax back was like six or seven. No, it was 800 bucks. Yeah. So I went to Harvey Norman and I bought a um an epc it's like a like a netbook like a laptop but it's tiny yeah and um i downloaded uh audacity on, <laughs> on that and that's, that's what we used to record the first yeah, podcast, the podcast. Wow. Yeah. wow wow yeah. wow so yes yeah, so i used audacity and yeah. that was my first all i was doing is i was taking one song and i was taking the next song and it started and i would find a point where i would try and beat match them and then i would try and blend and transition them yeah that's when it started mm-hmm. um and then I guess like my cousin, my older cousin, I spent a lot of time with him and he listened to a lot of drum and bass and electronic music and stuff like that. And then I uh, like, you know, years go on and you kind of like dabble in things and I didn't really pick up like production properly until the last like two years probably. Yeah. Um, and I use, I can use Logic and Ableton like seamlessly interchange between the two. I think the cut and paste element of Ableton I prefer. I think instrumentally and like sonically, I think Logic has one up on Ableton for putting together like music music as opposed to electronic music. Yeah. 
Um, and that's debatable. Like I'm assuming that I'm sure that's like yeah. it's, it's user preference, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm I'm still struggling with Fruity Loops again. <laughs> Fruity Loops, the latest version of Fruity Loops. But Fruity Loops has actually taken that stem to where it was all just you know programming those little buttons to be able to put in a lot more of your own record your own instruments and stuff into it and yeah. layer stuff like that as well. It's like yeah, almost like the new Pro Tools type thing. After Audacity, I think I used something called um, EJ. So mm. it was like. No, it was DJ, D-E-E-J-A-Y. Wasn't that like a basic kind of, almost was, like a turntable? It was like thing? a, the, the thing I used and remember was like a, it was like a circular palette thing and you click it and it comes like a spherical thing that comes out. Mm. It may or may not be called EJ, DJ, one of these two. Yeah. Um, and you could choose your beats and then it would like run a sequence. So, it'd be like a, similar to what we have now with like a MIDI control deck or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's what I remember using. A, a, a DJ is a disc jockey. <laughs> <laughs> Probably type in DJ program. Uh, yeah. yeah. I used something called Leaf Drums for a long time. Okay. And that was just a really basic sequencer. But I would actually use real drum samples, so. Yeah, cool. So, mm. did you record your own? Um, no, I just got, like, sound banks off, okay. you know, like, of different types of kits. Yeah. And I would, like, resample them and... I would write a lot of my drums that way for, yeah. for real-life band situations. You know? Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's an app. Mm. I don't know. It looks anyway, very similar. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, like, I definitely would have started with um, just making packs, like unpacking packs and putting them together and arranging them and being like, oh, that's a cool sound. But then, like, definitely in the last two years, I kind of, like, I didn't... I hear all this electronic music out there and I didn't know... I was driven to the point of insanity. Um, asked my wife, like, I would have <laughs> sleepless nights. And I'm like, how are they doing that? And it was really healthy for me in the sense that I had to go and learn sound design um, to find a sound that I wanted. Mm. I couldn't just, like, it felt like cheating if I was going online and, like, downloading a full sample pack and going, oh, there's a growl. I'll put mm. the growl in. And it just it felt, like, not yeah. real. Yeah. And I felt like if someone listened to it, who was like savvy to the sort of genre I'm making, if there is a genre, I don't really know, but I just felt like they'd go, oh, yeah, he's used that from yeah. whatever. And then yeah, instantly the, the, you're- The free Skrillex pack. <laughs> yeah. I, download, I downloaded that one. <laughs> I've got them all, man. Exactly. All. Well, you, you want to, instead of like copy pasting, you wanted to learn the alphabet yourself yeah, and write your 100%. own shit. You know? And like yeah. reverse engineering is key, man. So, yeah. like any time that uh, any big producer- um, like recently, Virtual Riot released a um, Serum, which is a in-program software. It's like a synthesizer with two oscillators and you can start with a basic waveform and literally make it whatever you want with all these incredible effects and stuff. Yeah. He released a pack for that with presets and he wrote his, it's now not his latest, but frequently latest album called Preset Junkies out of that preset pack. Yeah. And, but the cool thing is I was like sick. So, I-, I I bought it and then I just reverse engineered the whole thing and I was like, okay, cool. So, this is how it sounds like a growl. This is how it's metallic. This is how it sounds wet. This is how it sounds dry. And yeah, it's all, it's just hours of pulling your hair out until finally yeah. it clicks. But what I've now realized as well is like a lot of dudes out there who are kind of in the light, they do just use sample packs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they will just go um, search YouTube, um, growl sound. YouTube to MP3, bang, mm. yeah. download it, drag and drop. And it's like, ah, okay. 
Yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of happy with the whole... It's kind of like um, hip-hop DJs back in the day when they used to do digging, like, in crates. So, they'd go, like, looking at for vinyl stores and they'd Actual find vinyl. the most yeah, random yeah. vinyls yeah. they could find. Mm. And then they would, like, take a sound that they knew no one else had and then they would grab that and make it their own. It feels yeah. like that. That's how sampling, yeah, that's like, the yeah, whole yeah. sampling wave was born out of that, right? Yeah. 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 And I'm, like, I, t- I totally love sampling as well. Mm. So, like, if there's something that I'm, like, that's sick, I'm going to take it. But I try to use things that are not already music. Okay. If that makes sense. So, like, if it's in a song, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Because um, someone's had that idea before me and it feels like I'm cheating again. Yeah. It's, co- it's this constant battle in my head. Um, so, like, for example, that that sample of that guy talking about technology. Yeah. So, that wh- is- Where did you actually- What was the source of that? Was it just off a website or- a- Yeah. So, I was on- Yeah. As I said, I was on YouTube and yep. I came across it and I was like, the idea of it, like, it birthed an idea of a song in my head. So, I was like, cool with that because I'm not using as that, that as the musical element to make that song- uh, catchy thought, or hooky. Yeah, it's like the an introduction type yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was this one that I wanted to use um, by a, uh, let's say, a famous uh, director of movies and I I don't know copyright, like whether you can say the name or whatever, so I'm just not going to move on. It was talking about fear and it was talking about how when you're a kid, what fear is and then how it develops as you're an adult. Yeah. And that was what I was going to use initially. Okay. Um, and I show my wife as I often do and she's like, it's cool, but it's it's intense. Okay. It's too it's too dark. Okay. <laughs> she's like, I feel like if you put this out there, people are going to get this idea of you that yeah. your head is in that space and I didn't right. want to like- So, how old are you, yeah, Adam? I'm 28. You're 28. I'm 28. So, you're, you're in that cusp that I like to think like we saw the internet being birthed. Yep. We saw a lot of new technology, yep. which is now kind of old to most people. Sure, uh, come yep. come into fruition. Yeah. Um. So, like for us, even for me, Johnny and I, like things like technology, Big Brother, privacy, things like that were a common discussion for yeah. our age group. Yeah, really yeah. common because it, it sort of like developed with us. It yeah. developed We'd, with us. Well, as, we we yeah. grew with it. Or whichever and, one and, you want and to And in, in a way, we grew it. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Our generation grew that and developed that. Exactly, and yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, say, um, you say the word privacy now and people don't think about, like, when I was a kid, I used to think, like, I've just had a bath. I'm not wearing any clothes. Give me some privacy. I'm getting changed. I used to think of, like, in that context. Now I say privacy. It's instantly, like, internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Information, what information and yep. data and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows yeah. what I'm doing? Like, that's what I think now. So, the actual yeah. definition in my head has changed and evolved mm. with me growing up. Definitely. And I think I think the creepiest thing is, like, all of our fears we saw, like, slowly manifest into realities. Yeah. You know, we, we said we were, you know, looking at and exploring theories about how, just like that quote, you know, security would be given up for... Um, a sense of safety. Yeah. Um, or privacy would be given up for safety. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we literally saw it play out before us. Yeah. Mm. But I think what I'm getting at is probably a fear that this sort of millennial generation is so far embedded in it without questioning it that they don't have that foresight. I mean, I think they'll probably question in their own ways, but 
They didn't but, see it come into yeah, play like we did. It's so. like we're saying, you know, they'll, they'll question it from a different perspective yeah. of that not knowing sort of before yeah. or knowing the development of where it came from. You know, like younger Jane, you look at anyone born like in the 2000s and shit, they would just, as, as they grow up, it's just there for them. You know, yeah. you know little kids growing up with iPads and yeah. all that yeah. sort of stuff. And But for us, we actually watched it develop and we mm. sort of mm. saw how it works. We kind of know- in a sense, how it works and how it was developed, why it was developed. Yeah. And, you know, younger generations don't see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, go as far to say as that, like any future generations just going to be like completely brainwashed and normalized by it. Because I think at the end of the day, people are still, I think the majority of people are either living in complete, like they've got no clue. Mm. like absolutely no clue they're in ignorance is bliss or they know and they are like i don't know what to do about it yeah potentially mm-hmm. like there's for example a, there's a spectrum yeah of, 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 yeah yeah but i don't think people are just like like i don't i wouldn't write off a generation saying that like they're completely lost and they don't they're idiots mm. and whatever because like yes they are these fucking kids now you take for example um <laughs> I'll I'll frequently have someone um, of an older generation than me and it doesn't even need to be like the next one. It could be the one after that or whatever. And they're like, you guys are all dumb. You're all brainwashed. You're all glued to your phones all day, you know, whatever. And then on the flip side of that, we're like, I didn't do what's happened to the planet, like the climate. Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, you know, my generation speaking up for rights for different people um it, it's it's like a mm-hmm. each generation has their story to tell and they've exactly. got something to leave the next generation exactly it, you know like mm. it's a it goes a- around circles kind exactly of. yeah and eventually like our level of what is progressive is nothing compared to what probably younger kids would view as progressive sure and i think a lot of us view our our the older generation as being way too conservative but for them, that was like, no, these values are important. Yeah. So, they like every generation has a perspective that they're kind of locked into, I think. Um, well, you look at, I mean, definitely like growing up, your parents would have given you that whole sort of thing, you know, don't spend that much time in front of the TV, you know, read more, do all this sort of stuff. Um, but nowadays, it feels more like it's totally changing where parents are just giving their kids these devices and putting them in front of um, electronic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I am um, like, I can speak as a parent. Um, I've got two little girls. One's two, one's just hit four months. And um, my eldest is Eden. And she, like, there are times when my wife and I are exhausted, like physically, mentally, emotionally. We are like, we're done for the day. Like, we're done. And it, it's like, you know, she's had a bath, she's had dinner and da-da-da. And we're like, okay, would you like to watch a Disney movie? And we'll sit down and she can watch a Disney movie. Um but we are very conscious about like I'm not giving her this just to shut her up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's a reward. She has to work for it. She's allowed like roughly what 20 minutes a day. If someone's sick, then it like changes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like it's a reward thing. It's But on the flip side of that, I totally hear what you're saying because you see people in the shops all the time. They're pushing their trolleys. They're doing their thing or they're out to coffee with their girlfriends or their whatever. And they are – the kids are just – Mm. But there's there's also a lot of marketing towards yeah. you know, younger kids and the, the younger mm. people. Yeah. So, you know, essentially they build like apps for that they can give their kids to play with 
on their phones. They make like mm. um, child mode things on phones nowadays where you can set your phone so you can give it to your kid and they're not going to mess around with your contacts and shit like that. Mm. So, it's, it feels like there's a lot of catering and marketing towards getting younger generations, I don't know, more accustomed to it. Sure. Whether yeah. that's intentional or not, I, I'm not going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, that, I, I think that's just the difference between um, generations because, yeah, the chat programs that we I grew up with are nothing compared to what's out there now. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when, when, I, when I think about a lot of all the technology and stuff that we have, I mean, you look at what we have in front of us, you think about the amount of like electromagnetic and frequency and all that 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 shit that we always get told about that's actually floating around this room right now. Yeah, I think mm. about all the stuff that's floating through our bodies. It's just mm. and to have you know give like a, a small kid something that they have sitting right in front of their face. Yeah, I know, guess and to have that sort of yeah. shit going on. It's also like we've grown up with it, but it's also so much in its infancy in the terms in terms of like long term health effects, right? Like. Yeah. I sleep next to a Wi-Fi router. Like, it's less than a foot from my head because it's on my bedside table because mm. then I have fast internet in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole whole other argument in it of, it, of itself. I think we just don't know yet. We like, just don't know. We, it hasn't been around long enough for us to know. Yeah, we're we're kind of, like, we're kind of rolling the dice a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only issue that I have, and this is a very personal thing, is that, there's we're running to the edge of the cliff we're like sprinting at yeah. it and it's like why are the people that say hey hang on just a second why are they always seen as fucking crazy yeah, yeah. like why is it weird to say okay look fine there's no adverse effects of this amount of radiation on the skin at this whatever yeah but what about the accumulated effect over let's say 20 30 years of being around that are you going to say for without a shadow of a doubt that it's absolutely safe like it doesn't modify or change anything it's like i feel like that that's the only thing that i feel like we're we're not like it should be okay it should be okay to say hang on and ask some questions like, is this too fast? Do we need everybody to be participant? Like, well, it's like the, the classic um, sort of the, the line that everyone sort of references, or the the story about how Bill Gates doesn't let his kids spend. You know, they lim- he limits his kids' amount of time with devices and all stuff. And I like to always compare that to space travel. Like, have you ever seen one of the scientists or one of the people that build the rockets go on the rocket? Never. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're not, they're not going to risk and themselves. And technically, like, yeah. they're the most qualified person in yeah. the whole planet to do it. Yeah. 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 But they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon Musk, he's, like, an interesting guy. If you, like, have a look at some of what he says about, like, um, long and short of it is he's, like, by the time, like, that switch flicks with AI and technological development, he's, like, it, it's, it's way too late. Like, yeah. mm. he, and he's, like, we're there now. Yeah, he's like you. We, we everyone thinks like it's this like tinfoil hat thing. Like in the future, like two thousand one, a space odyssey type, like way away. Yeah, nineteen eighty four type shit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's like, we're there. We are flipping there right now. Mm. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. and you like, dude's <laughs> smart. Like, yeah, I, he is. Yeah, I always there's that movie, um, Eagle Eye with yeah Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. Um, a whole about like that sort of military AI. That's essentially controlling everything that's going on, but mm-hmm. it's hidden away from the public. And I, I guarantee that there's some sort of shit like that. Hundred percent going on. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's not about flipping the switch. It's almost like the... The switch, switch. will flip itself? Yeah. Not only that, but it's it's happening now. Well, um, there's it, the whole, like, because uh, I, I love my AI information and stuff, and the whole big argument is saying that they're saying, like, it, AI can never become self-aware because it's always programmed by humans. It's always programmed. There's that whole three fail-safes of AI or some shit. I can't remember what it is. We should actually look it up. But yeah. They're saying that there's almost no possible way that AI can become self-aware because it's all got to be programmed. Everything's written by humans in a way that they've, it's always going to be essentially under our control. Uh, then the, it becomes more of like a philosophical... I think moral argument as to whether AI can actually my argument to that would be that when it as soon as it sees as what we're telling it to be part of the problem and its main purpose is to fill out a solution, it will eliminate the problem and go straight to the solution. So whatever the fastest channel, Hmm. you imagine it like water going down a hill, like erosion and stuff, like whatever the fastest path to take it is, I think it will get to the point where it will decide to take that path. And it like when it hits that thing, eventually, surely I think that it will hit a point where it's like, this is a limiting factor and it will see the end goal positively as a different positive to what we see as positive, maybe. Yeah. But see, I, I look at that as still being a part of programming. Sure. Like that sort of stuff is still programmed into the AI saying, this is what it needs to do. If it does, you know, A, B, get to C, goes around or stuff. But I think more in the sense of, an actual self-aware where an AI will turn around and say, oh, I'm an AI. Yeah, sure. And actually almost differentiates, differentiate itself from a programmed AI. You know, if essentially develop a consciousness. Mm. And I, I, think I have choice. I have free will. Yes. I have choice. Yes, yeah. the, the whole free yeah. will thing. I, f- like, that's, that's almost on the level of, like, the Big Bang. Like, mm. what created everything out of nothing. Mm. And, you know, I... As much as I'd almost love to see that happen, because then we can fight off robots like Skynet, I, <laughs> I, I almost see that as such a far-fetched thing that could happen, that yeah. an AI could actually become self-aware. Yeah. Yep. Mm. It might never happen. Yeah. But it might. I think it's, I think it's just like one of those, the greatest fears when it comes to modern technology, is mm. people are scared that we can actually create something else. Somebody um, I spoke to, I see them frequently, um, somebody I spoke to recently said to me that they have this this idea or this philosophy that pretty much everything that we are exposed to technology-wise or even innovation-wise isn't new. So, like, yeah. it's been thought up before. Yeah. So, like, you take someone something like a hoverboard, like, just as an example, like, it's been around for ages. And he, his thoughts on technology and innovation and moving forward with things is, like, he reckons that we've kind of hit a peak not the execution of it, but the thought of it initially. Mm. Yeah. And okay. I stopped and thought about that for a bit and I was like, I think I agree maybe. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, definitely. I think things that we think are new, like what are some of the things? Drones? That's been used in warfare for, I would say, decades. Yeah. Um, what, is what is happening out there? I have no yeah. idea. Someone's moaning outside. Is it a cat? It's very creepy. No, it's not a cat. It's a human being. <laughs> Where did you say you got this place from again? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, things like, uh, you know, sat-nav and GPS. GPS. That was used well, by the that's, military. That's the, what, the internet itself is a military... That's exactly what I was going to say, is a lot of technology we have 
is developed through military stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then release later when it's and like then release yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When they know that it potentially isn't really a threat, that yeah. anyone has this, they water it down. They give it yeah. to the rest of us. So, yeah. we, like me and Dale always say, that the technology we have now is like ten years behind what they actually yeah. have. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. I think I think that's a thing. Yeah, I think um, like I, I'm on. I'm one of those people that kind of sits on both sides of the fence with this thing. Um, like. I've had discussions with people before about like, oh, do you reckon if there was like a meteorite like coming in, like absolutely going to hit Earth, like do you reckon they'd tell anyone or do you reckon they'd just leave it because it'd be safer to leave it and they just like all the all the important people like go hide somewhere and then just, just leave it? Yeah. Um, in that side of things, like I'm glad they don't tell me everything that happens because <laughs> I'd live in a perpetual state of fear. Exactly. Like yeah. that's, that's exactly what NASA did to the Columbia crew. Like they knew that they were going to break up on entry and they were all going to die, but they didn't tell them. They didn't say anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Was that when the engine failed and it just exploded? No, no, that was Challenger. That was the okay. other one. This is the one that was coming back in and broke up on oh, the entry. Oh, it broke up on the like, entry. Yeah, yeah that's And right. like I think yeah. of like my kids, right? Like if something really scary was going to happen and I could protect them from the fear, mm. I'd do it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Not because I'm lying, not because I'm devious, not because I'm not trying to tell them the truth, but like out of love. And I'm not saying the government loves us. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like I would. I would. It's it's leave. A, it's almost like a logical thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think I think a lot of that happens on the technology side of things. I think, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know that that necessarily is a good thing. I think like. If you've got someone working on something that is so cutting edge, breaking new boundaries and stuff, I think everyone kind of needs to have some sort of say as to like the regulations mm-hmm. or like how far are we going to go with it or whatever. Otherwise, you just got people who are just going to go, 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 go. Oops, we went too far. And exactly. Then, like, we've got no say. The, I think the main problem is, like we were saying before, a lot of it stems from the military. So, therefore, there's... A, a really thick veil of secrecy that needs to be around it for the safety of whatever nation has that technology. Sure. So I think that is what is really toxic is that a lot of these new tech is really pioneered by the military and it's they're almost obligated to remain silent about it. So it's yeah. kind of like a catch-22 in some ways. Yeah. Because they can't really talk about it. And then- well, they, well, yeah, they can't. And I think that's part of why it's so toxic is that the fact that... And, that, and that's how it can... I mean, there's, you know, black, you've heard of black ops projects, right? Yeah, sure. That, you know, projects that are so um, potentially volatile yeah. that nobody can know about it, you know? And it's actually worth even killing someone about that information. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess the, the big question around technology is, like, where is it going? Yeah. So, like, if you, like, what's the end goal? And if... Um, it's like that that line in Jurassic Park where he's like, <laughs> do you know the one I'm talking about? He's like, um, they were so caught up in like trying to work out whether they could do it, they didn't stop to think whether they should do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's that whole thing. And they're like, if you live in, uh, I guess, if you think that it's all going to come crashing down and everything, like our human rights are being taken and da 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 da, then yeah, damn, it's a big issue. Mm. If you are like, well, it's just going to make society more utopian and we're going to like function better and da da da. If you live under that, then who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. which side of the fence do you sit on? Absolutely. Yeah. Problem is, is that like, <laughs> this is too much. Uh, there's not enough convincing uh, information out there to tell me that it's overarchingly going to benefit society. 
Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, um, here we go. Modern technology. It just popped up on my YouTube today down okay. my wormhole. These uh, top. It's uh, called top five secret advanced technologies. Yeah. There's a whole bunch, but it was this last one here that just. And when I watched it, I was just I sat there and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like okay. it just kind of freaked me out that something like this exists. Actually, <laughs> so right. I can um. Uh, da, 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 da. Get that going. Am I going to go away from this? A changed man. Uh oh, <laughs> doesn't want to work. The government knows, I guess. Like, we're trying to play it, so ah, well, they're blocking it. <laughs> they're onto us. Need a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like a, a rocket gun. It's like a massive big machine gun type thing that's got all these rockets on it. And so actually, is it like an omnidirectional device? Yes. Yeah, and this thing can just move in any direction. It's, they actually designed it and developed it the to sh- shoot. Is designed to shoot down Holy fuck. Missiles. Yeah, multiple kill things. So just fly into a hot spot and let it go. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And they, you know, they reckon they developed it to shoot down nuclear weapons and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this thing, just the way that it moves, that's crazy. It's just so insane. Or doesn't move. Like that's scary when it's like, yeah, using jet engines and it's like dead still. Yeah. Like that's when you know it's legit. Um, and it's actually, it's, it's look at it. It's not even like it. It gets to a certain point when it hits a velocity of a certain point. It's just, it's not going yeah. any higher. It looks it like looks- something out of a video game type thing. Yeah. When I look at it, like a space invader, just, just no, just uh, Tom Clancy's the the division. Yeah, just, and just set, set one of those loose. That's yeah, weird. and this massive big gun that just sits on the front of it. That's crazy. That's but, weird. But you've seen some of the stuff that DARPA do with AI and oh, like yeah. the, the yeah. that robot that can legitimately run and jump over obstacles. I saw it, like you know that big dog video, yeah, where it's like the all fours and it's all like fours, climbing yeah. on terrain and like they kick it and it like compensates. Yep, it just or, like, it, it just goes re- recalculates. Just re- recal- yeah. Mm. I saw that when I was in high school. So, yeah. like, that's over 10 years ago. That's 10 years that's ago. That's 10 years, man. <laughs> 10 and years of I, innovation, yeah. And when I saw that, that was when they were like, oh, this is cool to let the public know that we've had this for however many years. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. They usually use this, like, they send them into bomb sites or they- uh, a pack mule. So, they would put supplies on it yeah, and just and let it, it run. Yeah, then, right. Uh, you don't need a physical human to deliver cool, anything. Cool idea. Like, cool yeah. idea. But, like, going back to the whole, like, how far how far ahead are we actually? Yeah. When I saw that, that had obviously been, like, declassified mm-hmm. as, you know. So, how long had that been out then? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you'll, you'll hear what was the company that was mentioned there. Northrop North Grumman. Lockheed and Martin. Oh, Lockheed Martin. Yeah, North Lockheed North Martin. North. They're and all the same. They all bleed into what is basically our aviation industry. Yeah, right. Military like, aviation. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe we're flying these big, giant, fucking fossil fuel, shitty cunt planes, oh, right? And which, there could be there could be a million oh, other ways to to travel. Which company? You know? There's there's one of those uh, military companies that um, the Bushes have are invested in. Yeah, I can't remember which what the company is now. Um, okay, well they're invested in a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. which one flew into the buildings? Because they'd have shares in that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Let, let's okay, let's take it. Let's wind, wind it all back. Let's put the tinfoil right. just on for a little bit. Okay, what was the first, um, I guess, event or anything historical or a current event that kind of got you thinking another way? It was a video. It was a video. Yeah. Was it Zeitgeist? Yeah. <laughs> what a guess! 
Ah, uh, Endgame. Is it, was so, it really Zeitgeist? Yeah. Okay. So, so, um, I didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm a Christian. Okay. I go to church on Sundays, but like much more than that, I pray, read the Bible, have a relationship with God, kind of thing. Okay. And so, I. I think I tend to think quite deeply and further, a lot further, mm-hmm. maybe than someone who's not, right? Uh, in the sense that, like, I look at the Bible and I go, okay, this is at this point here, this is what happened, or this is their um, Jewish storytelling interpretation of what happened, etc. And then this is the picture that they paint of what the future looks like. And so, as I read that, I'm like, okay, how does that measure up with what I'm seeing? So... As someone, as a young person growing up, I was kind of already thinking like further down the line cool. for that stuff. Yeah. Then you got like the classic like uh, revelations, Antichrist, Mark mm-hmm. of the Beast. No one will be able to buy, sell or trade without the mark and the image of its name, mm-hmm. etc. Right. So, it was natural for me to see technology and this meld into one because the more you kind of like look into it, the more it kind of seems to line up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so, anyway, I was hanging out with a mate and um, he's like, dude, I've seen this movie and he's like, I don't know if I should play it because it really shook me. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool, cool. And, and he's like, no, 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 seriously, like <laughs> it started something in me. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, hit me, hit me with it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I crashed at his house and we, we watched it and after it, I was just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the textbook film that everyone refers to but and like the stuff on religion like so i the thing is i'll, I'll hear something i'll go okay cool and then i'll cross check it for myself there's a lot of stuff in that first because he does that the one that i'm talking about he does it in three parts so it's the first one's on religion and then it's on um 9-11 all the, sh- all the world's a stage false flags and then yeah. false the flags third one is like yeah. where's it gonna end up yeah. yeah so the first third of that movie there are portions of that that are accurate and there are portions that are um not I agree. Yeah. Uh, so there's like statements where they say things about like these are all the people that came up to this point and after, and so therefore all of these hold no credit because they all kind of sound the same. And there's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Some parts have similarities, other parts don't. Um, certain facts about Egypt like have already been proven that like those facts aren't correct. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So the first part, religion wise. I kind of, I don't turn a blind eye to it. I, it, it's not important to me um, in the sense because what he's trying to say is religion is being used against you to use you as a tool for like brainwashing sheep, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that being a Christian in 2019, <laughs> it, it doesn't do that. Like, mm. if anything, like I'm on the fringe. Like, I'm an outcast because people, like, stereotype you. People are like, you're not like us. You don't, you, you, like, they'll see something on the internet and they'll go, all Christians are hateful. You're all hateful. You're all this. You're all that. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's, that's the general sound, right? And there's, like, I hate to say it, but, like, it's, it's quite hard to find good representations of what a a Christian should be. It's hard. Yes. And there's a lot of, misrepresentation out there mm-hmm. um there's a lot of yeah you're right just to interject um like there are a lot of i hate this word but there are a lot of woke 
Christians yeah. that that are that are not buying into the left right paradigm that think for themselves, yeah, have sure. a direct relationship to God rather than through a church or anything organized, yeah. and they don't get a say in all this stuff that happens. Yeah, like, you, you often find that they're pushed to the wayside. Yeah, like, sure. And guys like you do exist that you're Christian, you have a relationship with God, but you also question the fuck out of everything. I question everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's Absol- how... Ev- absolutely. Which is what I think, I thought anyway, even as a kid, I thought that was normal. Yeah, see, I didn't... I was like, this I is didn't what really you grow should up. be doing. I didn't really grow up with that, so to speak. Um, yeah. Like, question things. Um, and that wasn't something that was taught to me or preached to me or, mm-hmm. like, I was told that I have to not do this. I just... I just didn't. Yeah. Um, for, for those that don't know, you can find Zeitgeist probably on YouTube. It's probably up for free. It's like a <laughs> yeah. three it's like a three hour long it's quite a yeah. saga to watch, but yeah. the only and thing there's that multiple. I multiple yeah, there's another one that came out, like a uh, addendum, addendum that came out after. But it, it Moving really, forward is another one. Exactly. It, it gets your mind in the gear of questioning things. The one thing I don't really like, what's his name? Jacques Fresco, who passed away, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of didn't like the fact that they were preaching some sort of utopian yeah. thing at oh, the end. I, lo- I love. I remember that. Bit. I <laughs> yeah. fucking love that. I want to be part of that. Yeah, but the the prince. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all good. But I, I still think that that uh, that has a potential to lead to a lot of evil and shit as well. Yeah. yeah. But also, but I think what it does get you doing is it gets the juices flowing in terms of that really fishy event, which is nine eleven. Yeah. And that was a big turning point for me. Yeah. That happened when I was in year eleven in high school. Um, so, I was one of the very few people that were pro- protesting the Iraq war that followed after that, which had nothing to do with 9-11. Mm. They didn't even find the WMDs, which was a crock of shit from the yeah. beginning. They they, bl- they they blame Osama bin Laden for the towers going, they go and get Saddam Hussein. Like, yeah, you go to a, they go to made, a different country and grab a different person. It made no retaliation. sense. Made no sense. The, the amount of inconsistencies on that day. I, we, I don't even want to touch it almost because it, it just that yeah. is a whole rabbit hole. The, but the only thing that I really, I'm not going to say enjoyed because that doesn't sound good, but the one thing that was entertaining in a sense was the whole Osama boogeyman stuff that they yeah. kept pushing after that, yeah. including all those completely obvious CGI videos yeah. and things they put up on Fox News and that, that mm-hmm. even like a little kid could look at it and go, you know, that's fake. Yeah. I'd like to kind of put out there and I think I'm probably speaking for all three of us is that like, that day sucks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. so many people died and that shouldn't have mm-hmm. died, and it's it's not okay. Like, mm. um, so kind of putting I'm putting that down first because that is primarily absolutely. how I feel about it, and that's absolutely. why it's such a thing for me is because mm-hmm. I feel so like the is, level yes. of injustice is just not. Fair. It, it's like, all it's all about like yeah, it was like probably the one of the biggest tragedies yeah, in our history, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's why it's almost yeah. fair to say that we. That people want to find out who is actually responsible for that. Yeah, because that- to to pawn it off on some CGI video to essentially sweep it under the table just yeah. seems does not feel like justice to all those people that died. Absolutely. I mean, that I I know for a fact that there's probably some people listening that would like cringe at the fact that we're questioning the death of potentially three thousand people or more. And more to follow after that that died of, you know, lung diseases from the actual mm. fumes that came out of the buildings. Because yeah. yeah. remember, 70% of the buildings were made of asbestos. Yeah. Because that was still legal at the time. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, but when we question things, it's not to be edgy or whatever. No. It's because we think that there's an injustice and mm. that the right people are not being held accountable yeah. for that. So. And it's, it's like you look at, um, you look at facts. And that was the thing uh, that 
movie and i didn't just go okay what i saw this movie and now that's what i believe it wasn't like that it was like oh that's not what i was told and then it spawned this whole thing of like me going digging and diving and yeah and i will be honest i got to the point after watching that movie where i went too far the other way yeah so i same here i think we're all guilty i lived in fear Yep. <laughs> of everything. Yep. Because I And went, that's that's a trap too. I yeah. went too far the other way. Yeah. Um but I looked at it all and it's just not real. Like it's just yeah. a joke. Like even to look at it and think about it now for the holistic thing of it, I'm just like that's a joke. Like What what's what let, pick out one thing that was like, okay, that's just weird about that event. For me, it was one. Ta- yeah okay one. I mean, okay for, for me it was Tower Seven, and I know there's a lot of memes around that. You know, like jet. Yeah, what was it? Like jet fuel can't melt steel steel beams or whatever. But that building just fell with maybe mm. a very small isolated fire, fire on maybe yeah. one or two floors, and, and it was holding a bunch of important stuff. It held like all oh, of like, the the F- financial F- records. It was F- FBI record. I think no, it was um Building Seven had to do with. The FBI's division of um, investigating corruption or something like that. Yeah, and that that just which felt. looked so convenient to get rid of yeah. shit like that. Yeah, not to mention the countless people that were told not to fly that day, like really important people. Giuliani, like Mayor Giuliani, at the time was nowhere to be seen. Donald Trump happened to be there on the day, <laughs> and he made a statement out the front, and that was very okay. I'm going to sound crazy, but it looked CGI to me it um, looked like he wasn't actually present there uh there was no if people want to look up uh donald trump's statement on 9-11 at the scene when it actually happened just have a look mm. at it the but. two things like that i kind of um a bit of a red flag for me i suppose is um number one the people who saw it yep every single one of them says well i was doing this and then there was a massive explosion and the bomb went so off. i ran outside yeah and then I looked up and the first plane hit. Everyone, like, mm. that's said over and over and over and over again, yeah. right? So, that's the first red flag. Second one is humorous. They found the passport of the dude that was flying the plane. Yep. But also fuel melts the buildings to the point where they will collapse in a pancake yep. heap. But it, a perfectly, every, wait, every, a perfectly fucking intact. perfect intact passport was found amongst the the, the ash but wasn't this the same thing happened at the the plane that uh, went down over oh, the pennsylvania yeah. yep they found yeah. the passports there as well and they found the dude who um they found that the pilot was an, went to american flight school he actually uh, and yeah. the guy was like the guy couldn't work out his left hand from his right yeah exactly he did, no he, way he he did a crazy man- yeah Anyway, yeah, exactly. They're the two yeah. things. Like, they're, they're the two we things. Can go, we could we could start we could, a, a yeah. weekly podcast on this one topic. <laughs> Just but on 9 yeah. The, the, uh. the one, I want to say the red flag that for that one, but also something that stems to a lot of other events that have occurred since is the um, the whole NORAD standing down or running drills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you look at so many other events that have happened, bombings, uh, shootings- it's always so convenient that people are running drills on those days. Yeah. So, to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that um, three quarters of the building were told that there was a drill and lo- there was a lot of people not in that building on that day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then also the Air Force was doing a drill. Yep. And the drill was 
two planes have been hijacked and they're headed for the towers Mm -hmm. and people are radioing going, hey, there's an emergency and they're going, is this real world or is this a training exercise? And NORAD's like, no, stand down, it's a drill. And there's actually two planes, supposedly two planes flying over New York. I'm not sure if it was Cheney or Rumsfeld that gave the stand down down order to NORAD. I think it was... uh, I think it was um, Dick Cheney. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but don't quote me on that. Um, but but that, that, like, that, that was bizarre. But you're right. If you look at a lot of these events, there's always a parallel drill happening alongside. Mm. But who was it? I think George Bush literally said, we could never imagine a scenario where planes would yeah. fly into buildings. Yeah. And like the Pentagon was running exercise drills up to five to a decade, like 10 years before yeah. the event. Yeah. Mm about planes hitting the Pentagon. Yeah. But the, the Fucking thing, crazy. The thing with the whole 9-11 is it's essentially, it's like a modern-day JFK. It's yeah. a modern-day OJ Simpson. Like, yeah. I feel like we'll never pe- know. Pe- people can argue it to the end of time, but yeah. no one's ever going to know. And yeah. I don't think it's ever going to surface as to what actually that's, happened. That's why I kind of don't talk about it. Hey, like, yeah. I put it in there, stash it in there, and, like, if my kids ask, I'm going to tell them what I think. Yeah. They can believe what they want. Um, yeah. I, and I like you, yeah. It's I have this thing with conspiracies, right? Is like a conspiracy in itself is the perfect conspiracy because as soon as it's a conspiracy, it's all of it is written off as being a conspiracy. And mm-hmm. then like even if there's hundred percent factual truth, it just says that it's all you're you're crazy. Yeah, you're you like you're one of those guys, and it's instantly dismissed, regardless of yeah. So that that's why like. Uh, for example, with my wife and my parents, I said to them, if you kind of take me seriously as a person, do me a favor and just spend 45 minutes watching something. And like after that, take it, leave it totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But like if you want to know a bit more about me and why I think along the lines that I do, yeah, have a go at looking at this and just so you know, we're aligned on the same page with where yeah. I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think- Yeah. Not to go off on a tangent, but I think even even the word conspiracy is very loaded. You mentioned the word conspiracy. People immediately have uh, images of uh, either, you know, Bigfoot or aliens. But there are very real-world conspiracies that are very real. For example, if if me, me and you uh, came up with a plan to rob Johnny, yeah. we're conspiring. Yeah. It's people working together. It's basically what the backbone of this system well, is, people working together, right? Sure. Wasn't Big Water, business Watergate. corporation. Watergate, Watergate. was a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, it, all, the, all conspiracy means to me is that there are a bunch of people that colluded to agree to a certain outcome yeah. and to try and aim for that, and they work together to achieve a goal. That's all it means. Yeah. But when you say conspiracy now, they instantly think that you think that the moon is made of cheese. Like, they look at you like... Oh, and everyone knows it is. So it's like it's not <laughs> <a question. laughs> to to me. It's it's a way of thinking, and to me, in a weird way, conspiracy is the ultimate skepticism. You're just not believing anything you're told for now. That to me is all it means. Okay. I think when it progresses into you know really uh, speculation and and like theorizing and making assumptions, I think that's where it can get dangerous. Yeah. And I think that that's where a lot of the fear can feed off of that. Yeah. So you. A lot of these people that claim to, I think, never listen to anyone that claim to, to know what happened. But I think it should be regular practice to, like, go, okay, I read that this happened, but did it really happen? I'm going to look into it myself. 
and draw what I can yeah, from it. It's like, a, what's wrong with that? I think the the I probably on almost every podcast I just reference histories written by the winners. Mm. Yeah, and people when it comes to finding out or like reading history, reading about things that happened, trying to work out yeah. through the information that's given what happened. Yeah, you're only going to really get one side. Mm. And if you try to go down and look down the other side and try and work what's going on, you're either going to find a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense that you have mm. no way to actually yeah bring it together. Or someone's just going to say, no, that's that's wrong. And I agree with what you said. Like, a lot of people think that for some reason, you know, people that think like us, you know, we read something and go, duh, it's that must truth. be true. Yeah. Like, no, I'm equally as sceptical of conspiracies. Yeah. yeah. But what I do is I actually go, okay, don't shoot the messenger. Let's extrapolate what he's saying and let's try and find a reference. Did that actually happen? Yeah. And you'll find that a lot of it holds weight. Yeah. Like, a lot of it. So, yeah, I'm getting really passionate. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm sick of people thinking that we're fucking idiots for questioning stuff, you know? Like, mm. yeah, well, I wh- think, why, why do you want to do that? I, think like, I can say, like, in the last few years, I've somewhat been silenced by rejection mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, the frustration that you feel of people rejecting you because you think differently, I've taken and gone, okay, well, I don't need to share it then. Yes. And then to, to protect myself somewhat. I yeah. When, well, like when I was a teenager, man, and when I kind of came on to, you know, finding out a bunch of maybe this happened, maybe it didn't. Yeah. People were just like, you're nuts. Yeah. But I'm trying to like share with people that I care about. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, look at this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's right here to look at. Yeah. And they're like, nah, you're nuts. Yeah. I used yeah. to run around high school. Like, did you know that, you know, Adolf Hitler's planes were fueled? By American, American fuel. Yeah. And they go, oh, another conspiracy. And yeah. I'm like, this is history, motherfucker. This is not a fucking oh, yeah. conspiracy. The, the whole thing, you know, ISIS being trained by the Americans and have them all know, get all real. their shit from America. Like, Just look a little further than the surface. Like, why is that so fucking weird? But okay, he, he, so here's, here's a modern day conspiracy, which I really loved. And oh, fuck. I'm ready. Um, I'm sure that, that there's ways that you guys can actually get in on this. Um, so, America is banning the the Chinese Huawei phones right uh, in America and Australia is actually trying to ban the Chinese the Huawei phones from accessing the Australian networks and there's a whole I suppose you could say conspiracy that the Chinese military and government were involved in the development of these mobile phones and it's actually come out now in an article that it they found that yes the Chinese military is actually funding Huawei mm-hmm. in terms of like um, spying? Yeah, with the technology so in like, the phone. So, let's put spy. out these phones and spy, essentially. Yeah. Is the nutshell. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, essentially, essentially, the Chinese are doing what um, Amazon and yeah. Google and Apple and stuff are doing, <laughs> but it's Chinese and no one wants that wants China to do it. Yeah. I, I like, to be honest, I, I don't know about it, so I can't, unfortunately, chime in on this topic. Okay. Um, I want to. I just want to see. I can't remember where I saw the article. I'm yeah. sorry, no, I, I, did, yeah. I did hear a lot of people uh, mentioning that they can't buy. Well, no, they can't register on a network a, a mm. Huawei phone. Well, yeah, America's yeah. America's ban is well, essentially trying to ban Huawei phones in America, mm-hmm. and Australia is trying to ban people with Huawei phones from accessing our Australian networks. Okay, because of this conspiracy that the. Uh, the Chinese government yeah. is putting spy technology in the phones, mm-hmm. and now it's come out that yeah, the Chinese military is funding these phones. Okay, yeah. I have a rule though. 
I don't listen to anything that I read on, <laughs> on a mainstream news site. But no, there's probably like another agenda behind that. I don't know. Who knows? We'll, we'll let um, you know next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you have like several phones, right? You like you, you, you're not. We had Blackberries for a while, right, Johnny? Yeah. We, we were on the old Blackberry. Um, yeah, we switch around a lot, but. Yeah. That's interesting, man. But. It's part of, um, it's part of a hobby. I have, I guess. Yeah, you you switch it up a lot, right? Yeah, I switch it up a lot. I, I just like I just liked like I'm excited by innovation and new yep. things, so I like to play with it. That's Are you it. one of those people like you don't like being comfortable? You want to like search for the next plateau? Like you want to find the next thing to challenge you? I mix it up a lot as well. Is um is is Forbes a legit? <laughs> thing? No, Forbes is bullshit. No. Yeah. <laughs> C- CIA offers proof Huawei has been really? funded by China's military. You're really going to believe a word the fucking CIA going to tell you? Yeah. The cocaine importing industry? Yeah. Um, the CIA okay. says China's security agencies funded, provided funds for Huawei. I don't think Huawei's doing anything different than any other phone. Well, that's, it. that's the way when I looked at it and I said, well, you know, people talk about all these other um, companies recording voices. Actually, one of my um, wormholes was talking about Amazon and how they actually hire, they have a group of people that work for Amazon that actually record all the stuff from their Alexa mm-hmm. and manually go through the recordings. Manually? Manually. There's, okay. there's like a team that go through everyone's recordings mm. to find bits and pieces. And then you think, well, China's doing exactly what everyone else is doing but there's a, everyone knows that there's a massive big political conflict between China and the rest of the world. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I think, um, mm. like, yeah, we might look back if the world hasn't flipping ended <laughs> um, at this kind of time Yeah, and be like, that's when cyber warfare really was born. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. we might hit a different stage of society where, like, cyber warfare is not really a thing anymore. And we're mm. like, we were at war, but not yeah. guns and killing war, although yeah. we are. A lot. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's like the whole the information war now. Like if you have if you have that information, that data of a certain person, you have essentially yeah, power. control over them. Yeah, power over them. Yeah, yeah. I have a love-hate thing with tech, man. I think for the most part I, I love it, but I am not – I don't uh, silence myself, I guess, when that little voice – comes up in my head See, that, this that questions is, it. You know, this is the, where the these are, these are tools. Yeah, these are tools for change, man. Like this it's, is, you have a powerful thing in your pocket. Yeah, that can change the way people think. That can spread information. We'll get into Assange in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, you can. What's that? Uh, Childish Gambino song. This is America. He's what's one of the lines? He says, "That's a celly. That's a tool." Like, these mm. are tools, like, for yeah. capturing injustice, you know. Um, if something bad's happening, you now have access to share that. Yeah. Or even, not even that, just, like, I want to know something. Oh, I know it now. Yeah. <laughs> like. Crazy. Mm. Yeah. At your fingertips. Mm. Yeah. I think you were going to say something, but I cut you off, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, um, it's all about end game. Yeah. Right? So, like. I love, I love, I passionately love technology. I love innovation. I love new stuff. I love robots. I love drones. I love smart cars. I love new displays that bend and fold and do all these crazy things. You like creativity within technology. So so music. Yeah. And I love like seeing uh, people 
um, the, the lights come on when they're like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what it does for my life. The only thing is end game. So, if the end game of it is like none of these things that I th- fear, I guess is the word, happen in terms of like control. Because at the end of the day, right? Like, I don't care who knows where I am at what time. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to rob me. Unless you're going to break into my house and my wife and kids are there and you're going to harm them, then I care. But otherwise, if you know where I live, I don't care. If you know what I search on the internet, I don't care. If you, if you read my messages, I don't care. Like, and maybe not everybody, like, subscribes to that. I don't. Yeah. What I do care about is, like, um, yeah, there's this verse in the Bible that says, um, like, in the end, um, no one will be able to buy, sell, or trade without a particular device the mark of the beast yeah yeah um and that may be a physical device it may not be Mm -hmm. um and so like i guess my antennas are always out for like that Mm -hmm. as a personal thing like i guess um and it seems to like with with privacy and where everything's kind of like developed and what's coming to fruition it seems to kind of like almost do a bit of this whether you subscribe to what is in the Bible as being truthful or not, like that aside, there are like, I don't know, like I, I think we are moving towards a cashless society. Yeah. yeah. I think money, gold, silver, all mm-hmm. of that, like I don't think it actually carries weight. Yeah. Uh, I don't think like credits do. Yeah. Like pieces of information that say that give you permission mm-hmm. to gain access to a product or not yep. is what we live our lives on. Yeah. And so- um, that's that's my overarching thing. It's yeah. like I'm. Con- I guess with this whole topic, I kind of like look into the future and go, how does this align with that? And when I see it creepily looking like, yeah, it's all falling that, into, mm, into like into with, place, with yeah. uh, businesses like chipping their um their employees so they can gain access to the building, but also like by using the vending machines and then mm-hmm. they don't have to clock in and out of work. See, me, I love the device of having my driver's license, my phone, my Medicare card, all of my information on one thing and it's digital and it's always with me. And I love going, here you go, here's this, here's this, here's this. And it's just all there if it's not abused. I love that idea. Yeah. Because how convenient and cool would that be? Yeah, and until mm-hmm. your, your battery dies or you break your phone. <laughs> but, but, but take away that. Like, yeah, take, yeah, yeah. Away, take away the negative implications and all the big conspiracies around it. Yeah, it makes that, it. The, that sort of convenience and allows you to- move i suppose quicker yeah through life i mm-hmm. guess you know you're yeah. not sort of fumbling around you just got everything's right there but even just finding stuff like like we went through this massive mission of trying to get my daughter registered as being alive and we had her and she was two months old or three months old and we only just got her birth certificate and now she exists yeah according to the government but we've had her the whole time and just stuff like that, like the inconvenience factor of that is massive. Yeah. Yeah. Or like constantly having to renew your driver's license and take a photo and this and that. Like if you meld all of these things into one thing and it's the perfect thing because I can see both sides of it. I can see how it's perfectly convenient and everyone would want it. And then I see how like you give it to the wrong person and it's just game over. Well, yeah. That, that, yeah. that was something that was trying to be introduced into Australia a number of years ago. It's like a... The universal identification card. Yeah, just an which, ID card. Yeah. yeah, which sort of put your driver's license, your tax file and all that stuff mm-hmm. just in one 
essentially bring it together in one area. It was too harsh. That's yeah. why they're, just, they're using MyGov as a platform yeah. to, and to, the, towards that. The same so, with that yeah. um, that health record that they introduced uh, like last year or something. Where you, they ha- just, you had to opt out? You had to opt out of it. Yeah. Which health record? So I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they essentially, it becomes an online database of all your health records from all your GPs or stuff, and they just put it into a, like an online file. On the one hand, who cares? Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Who cares? Mm. Awesomely convenient. If I go to the doctors and go, oh, I've had this thing. Hang on. Yeah, you've had heart palpitations since you were a kid. Oh, mm. sweet. Yeah. So, now that I know that you have dit, dit, dit in there and all these doctors know, let's do this. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said. If, if, if it's abused. Yeah. yeah. And mm. But that's where I, I look at it and go, and everyone, everyone's like, no, that's never going to happen. You yes, know, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what you have to think about is you essentially- yeah, you've got that convenience, but then you're so you're so vulnerable to a, a bad apple doing something wrong. Yeah, and to to think that there's no one that's going to do that, and that, that you're not going to be that person. I think the overarching thing might be like, let's say we are all let's call ourselves free thinking people, right? Where we take some information, we look at it for what it is, we get it from different sources, and we go, okay, all of this information is saying the same thing. That seems to be truthful, right? That's what, like. So, let's say in 20 years' time, we have this one thing and we are considered as um, anarchists because it's not in the best interest of, say, a political agenda or something like that. Um, It's not in their best interest to have us freely talking and freely doing things as we want or we, like, naturally are. So, they just turn it off and then we can't buy food. Yeah. We can't drive car. Like, we can't. We're yeah. helpless because whether we like it or not, everything these everything's run on a computer, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing is like, it's not the information so much that I care being out there. It's like if it's all there and everything I need to survive is in that one thing, and it gets flicked off because I don't agree to what you're mm-hmm. putting out or I don't align with that. Yeah. Well, speaking about being, now we, you think about uh, this is going full conspiracy, yeah, type, like completely sci-fi conspiracy. But if you think about the way that all that information is being collected and you think about your Google accounts and all your stuff, your f- Facebook photos, everything in essentially a way that you a, an online database of who you are is being created somewhere. And let's just say that there is that self-aware AI that is controlling mm-hmm. everything, that, it, that that AI can run through this database of people and decide which ones yeah. are worth having around. Well, I, I've always said that right now we're in kind of a hoarding phase. Yeah. Of information. Collect. Yeah. It, it's not... The, the the switch isn't really quite ready to be flicked, but when you combine mass data on people and then feed that into a conscious AI that is all-seeing, you literally have an all a, a god, in a way. It's just like the whole Tower of Babel thing, in a way. Yeah, yeah in a like, way. Yeah. Everything that we were warned if you about, don't, about. If you don't know the story, it's like back in the day... Um, all these people got together to try and build a tower up to heaven. Up to heaven, yeah. And, like, essentially try and go, okay, we didn't need you, God. We're going to do our own thing mm-hmm. and we're going to be God. And then all of their languages were confused and they were all separated. Mm-hmm. Um, the story of that, though, yeah, I think that, like, in a way, like, that's that's kind of where Google is now. Mm. Like, if I want to know something, like I said, it's awesome. It, I flip and love it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> like, I want to know something. Bang, there it is. I want to watch something. Bang, there it is. I don't watch free-to-air TV as in what 
the country lets me watch for free. I don't watch. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it for probably years. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. YouTube is just so awesome. Yeah. Because like, if you go on my YouTube history, it's like cool cars, cool music, people doing bonsai trees. Like just <laughs> any random specific yeah, thing. Yeah, because it's exactly it's exactly what you want at yeah. that time. Yeah, you're not sitting through this bullshit that's kind of like uh, yeah, it's not. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Oh yeah, totally. My daughter's into um, you know, what some specific kid thing. You don't have to watch ABC, uh, like three hours a day, and then find like the twenty minute one show. You can watch like all that one show, or you can find oh, you want to learn about this? Well, like have a look at this. Or mm-hmm. it's so cool, man. And I love documentaries. Nature documentaries are the best. Yeah, because it's like a co- complete like takes me out of the world that I'm in and just goes look how amazing nature is. Uh, yeah, but then at the end of it, they always have to go, but climate change, and it's like, oh, <laughs> like they always make you feel so guilty. Yeah, I, I just had like a total devil's advocate thought Hit about me. all that Hit as me well. With it. So if you think about this, where we've got this, we've got the opportunity to access the movies we want to watch at the time. The everything that we want is right there. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, I was just thinking about how Spotify works. Yeah. And how if you're listening to music on Spotify, it will then go and give you other things that are like. similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if if you're essentially, if you could look at it as a form of tunnel vision. Yeah. Where if you're constantly just getting what you want, you're not actually opening Exploring yourself up to kind of thing. other things. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's I've, I've always mentioned that the the algorithm bubble is one of the most yeah. dangerous things because you're yeah. not being told what you might need to hear because that's kind of you're told what you want to hear that's why sometimes i I enjoy having a few adverts like in stuff because not because like i actually want to buy something i don't want to buy a fucking um uh washing powder or something but Mm. essentially it gives you something else to look at and like another perspective even if you're going to pull shit on something like that Mm -hmm. it's still there and it's not like i mean there's all that stuff is there stuff is out there there's different kinds of music there's different movies there's all stuff and it could, like, it could, I don't know if it's a negative thing or a positive thing, but to be able to have just what you want at that time, is it- I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, um, that's why, for me, um, this is a shameless plug to my wife. Like, she is the devil's advocate for me all the time in the sense that we're aligned in our vision of, like, let's have a family, let's raise girls, let's, like, have a successful marriage, all of that stuff. And we don't always, but we try to kind of thing, right? Yeah. But, like, I will say something and she's like, mm, and I'm like, no, I'm right. Like, and she's like, no, like, because what about this perspective? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's frustrating, but it's true. Like, yeah, you need you're that. totally true. Like, you what you're that. saying is like, mm, exactly. pro- I might not be right. Exactly. And if I didn't have that, so, like, that's kind of my version of what you're saying with the ads. But, mm. like, you got to have that. Yeah. The, the thing the, that balances the, you out. The algorithm. Yeah, you yeah. need something to uh, have you question something even if it's really uncomfortable even if you base mm. your whole life around thinking that way you kind of need someone to question that well that's something that frustrates me with a lot of um pop-up adverts especially in social media and that that if you if you're just in a whim looking up something on google or you're looking at like when when i was looking buying those microphones yeah i you know i searched i was googling the microphones and stuff but then i'm swiping through bloody instagram and the ads for those yeah. microphones are popping up i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm not that's not what i'm thinking about now I'm sort of, I moved on. I want to do something different yet. I'm still getting bombarded with this shit that I was looking at before. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It gets, to me, it gets a little bit frustrating. That to me, sort of targeting. Algorithms to crap. me are a very low level AI. 
Like, it, it's no different. Like, the fact that it's gathering information about what you might like and your purchasing habits and then feeding you that, that to me is a form of intelligence. I would seriously, like, take my hat off and clap at the AI that works my buying habits out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my interests on YouTube. <laughs> seriously, if you go through my browser history on YouTube, it's literally, like, forging things like metal. Like yeah. manly men with beards. Forging documents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fraudulent act. No. <laughs> um, like manly men with beards, like building things. It'll be like guys in uh, Asia, like doing high level bonsai. It will be drift cars. Yeah. It'll be music production. It'll be people f- like fails. Mm-hmm. It will be like, it's just so diverse. Like I would love to see a robot that goes, yeah, I know what you're going to think next. Yeah. Like, really? Do you? Yeah. Good luck with that. Because <laughs> yeah. right now I'm into plastic. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. I'll go into like NASA conspiracies and then deep into like weird occult shit and like numerology and stuff. And then a little bit of Jimmy Kimmel yeah, on the side. Yeah. I'm, I'm in reptilian <laughs> alien space, yeah. right? But then an ad pops up and it's like, yeah. did you know you can save $2 a day by downloading this app? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you're in that space. Like, Is it weird that as someone that really rallied against the idea of God and Christianity, like I was very much a metalhead, very much, yeah, you know, rock and roll, Satan, whatever. But as I get older, the idea of God seems to make a whole lot more sense. Is that is weird that, for me to hear? No, is that... Okay, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't think I really thought of the question really well, but is that is that how you were? Or were you always brought up? Because basically, I think as of late, in my 30s, I'm 30-something now, I'm not going to say, <laughs> but I've thought I've... If I... Just like with conspiracies where you kind of theorize an idea and you kind of explore that. Yeah. When I explore the idea of a god as as a creator, mm-hmm. as intelligent design, yeah. it makes a whole lot more sense to me than science does. And I know that's fucking weird to say. Okay. Like, I don't know if I'm just really self-conscious about saying that, but Johnny, you, you've met yeah, me in my most conspiratorial conspiratorial um good word moods uh i don't even know if that's a word but i've always gone well the answer to this is that there's some sort of intelligent design to this what's your what's your opinion it it cannot it cannot just be random i mean i i was not raised in any sort of religious sense whatsoever so i've always had a very i suppose scientific um well not scientific like very I don't know, not really anything like that. You know, apparently my parents were religious. Well, they grew up in a religious um, uh, environment. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, my brothers, we were just raised normally. I mean, my dad's a geologist, so he studies rocks and stuff. And this whole sort of like, I suppose you could say the opposite, the whole sort of science type thing. And yeah, it's only sort of in later years. And the, the one thing that I'll never stop thinking about is the whole Big Bang idea. And that something, everything that we know came from nothingness. And there was actually, there was nothing around. And then all of a sudden, there's everything. And to think like, even on a, uh, a scientific level, how scientists can't work out how it happens. And it just, it boggles. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Hawking's book. Yeah. Right? Like no one, yeah. like it just doesn't make any like real sense in a scientific term as to how something like that could happen. My commentary on this would be, 
Uh, I think, broadly speaking, I think a lot of people think um, a belief in, let's let's call it a creator, because, like I I've got my like, you know what I, what I know to be God kind of thing, mm-hmm. and we've established through this conversation that you're you, like you are in a different place to me, right? So let's just call it a creator. Mm-hmm. People think that creation and science are always opposing and like it seems like in debates like the atheist if you want to call them that or the person who is the science person they are, they go in with this idea that like i'm here to disprove that person because we don't match mm-hmm. but the thing is like science just because science like just because there is the creation side of things that doesn't mean science doesn't exist because mm-hmm. science is the understanding of how things work right yeah like i know that natural selection takes place because there's evidence for it i know that like you take the common uh, galapagos islands the birds on one island they've got short fat beaks to crack the nuts open and get the nuts out and on the other island you got the same species of bird with a different beak and they don't have the nuts there to crack they got the long flowers to get the pollen out of the flowers right yeah same bird so somewhere in there there had to be adaptation and you see it all the time Mm -hmm. um but not just that, like everything, like science doesn't need to cease to exist just because there's an initiation by someone. Mm. Thank you. Oh, my, you yeah. just summed up what I was <laughs> fucking thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're not mutual things. They're not mutually exclusive. Mutually exclusive. Mm. Yeah. The, and exclusive. I, I've always said that why can't you believe that the initiator was intelligent, but then the evolution that followed was just natural? From, See, this from is that spark, this is another you know what I mean? th- this is another thing. Why right? does it have to be evolution or yeah. the other thing? Like, it's, it's like the way. I mean, I I have a a book that I kind of essentially what I call my Bible is the the secret history of the world by Jonathan Black, which is an amazing book if you can find it. Um, but it it breaks up the whole idea of the mind before matter thing. That it's the whole chicken before the egg argument. You know what what came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about essentially, well, as I'm saying, the creation of everything, that there was, there had to be something that sparked everything, and whether that's actually an intelligent, like, thing or if it just happened, f- for something to just happen out of nothing, is more on the religious side than it is on the scientific side. Mm-hmm. The word religion as well, like if I can put this out there, it kind of irks me because it like, it has so many stereotypes attached to it. Yeah. Like what I think is it's more about relationship with God, right? So like understanding your creator and knowing and walking alongside them or talking to them or whatever versus religion. Because if you look at like, let's take Christianity, right? Um, Very timely Easter. If we talk a little bit about that, religion killed Jesus. So, it was the guys that were claiming to be the, the, they were the Pharisees, they were the religious officials of the time. They were the ones that like decided that Jesus was going to die. So, religion, the brand, the business, the machine, it's toxic, I think. Yeah. Um, relation, like understanding things, doing day by day with some, with God or like whatever, that's where there's life. That's where there's something in it for me. Like you go out to a grown 28-year-old person and go, why, why? And that's that's the answer. It's because, and that's the thing. This is, this is the thing um, which like kind of 
makes like it brings everything into context and perspective for me is like if things are created i have purpose like the fact that we're sitting here having a conversation and then you go all the way back to nothing like i think humans deserve better than that do you know what i mean yeah like i think your intelligence and your intelligence and your perspective and your perspective and my perspective which are all different but like we're all sitting here in the same place, like having this profound, whatever it is, even just chatting, even like being around each other. Like we have purpose and we connect and like mm-hmm. to come from nothing. And it's not a cop out. It's not a cop out to say, well, it's too hard to understand. So, therefore, there must be a God and da da I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like what you deep, deep, deep down feel and you know and like the part of you that isn't flesh and blood, the consciousness and the... Um, the emotion, the feeling, and the um, intricacies, right? Um, that's something that, yeah, kind of get kind of get a bit lost in it, really. But like, yeah. mm. that's you that's, can't. That's the more. There's there's, there's something more. Yeah, there, there. There's a feeling. There's an intuition there that this is not just random. For me, anyway, it's not just a random. There's purpose behind it. There's cause and effect that led us all to this one point. Like it's a a sense of some something grand, like bigger than yourself. And yeah, I don't know if that was what you were trying to say. I kind yeah, of and I, I filled it in for you. Yeah, but, yeah. a lot of um, like Richard Dawkins, he says like he like there's a guy that I like to. Uh, he's a theist. His name's John Lennox, and he's a, a mathematician. I think he's at Oxford mm-hmm. or Harvard. I yeah. think it, it's one of them. He's what the professional mathematician, smart dude. Yeah, but he's a theist. Um. And they debate each other. And you see um, Richard Dawkins get so angry, like so frustratingly angry to the point of hatred almost. Yeah. And the other dude, John Lennox, who's a theist, he's just like, I'm not, I'm not like trying to tell you that you're like, he's not attacking him. He's not, he's just talking like, yeah. and, the, and the, the, the atheists are just getting so angry and so <laughs> stressed and so, but you're so wrong. And at the end of the day, it, like, I don't know, like, he he reckons, he says so many th- different things, but he he fails to see that um, it's not just a cop-out. Like, he thinks because you don't understand it, you put it to this, and then that's the explanation for how you can go to sleep at night is you think, oh, there's a God, okay, that makes sense, da-da-da. It's, it's not that. Like, a scientific mind, like, I know in myself, for example, like, I have the intelligence to move beyond that. Like, just because something doesn't, like, if I feel not good about something, sometimes I have to put up with that because that's the reality and the truth, right? So, like, I wouldn't just put myself to bed, not to, to bed to sleep at night because of something that makes me feel safe or feel, like, comfortable with a future or a reality or whatever. Mm-hmm. Scientists, scientists are the same. Like, they have to come to the hard facts and the hard facts are they don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. they don't know. Yeah. yeah. They know a lot. Yeah, they know a lot of stuff. They know everything in the observable universe because they can observe it. Yep, yeah. and touch it, and taste it, and smell it, and see it, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you get to that one point, the initial thing. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I don't know. That, that was yeah. Um, yeah. Stephen Hawking's like almost the the finishing line in one of his books was it it just is because they don't have they don't have the answers. So it's just like it just is. Yeah, because it can mm. happen. It will happen. Mm. Yeah, 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 man. That's very interesting. Um, but I'm glad that you are able to be so open about that. Well, yeah. the thing is, right, like, is I'm very much, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like I said before, there's a lot of misrepresentation out there. So, it's, I think that people who 
are normal. Mm. <laughs> uh, people who are like not nuts, I think they, <laughs> I think they somewhat need to step up and let people know that we're not. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, because how, like, how am I going to help somebody else like find anything if I'm nuts or if I'm like? completely like there are some bad examples out there and i'm not going to throw any names out there but there are some real bad ones yeah who call themselves this and they're not yeah they hate people they hate them yeah. like absolutely hate people they mm. like i'm just like sometimes you just look at he's like are we, are we reading the same book like yeah <laughs> like, are yeah we getting our, are we getting our facts from the same yeah mm. exactly yeah but like, the yeah. point is like yeah i'll be open about it because that's the only way to be i feel um, and yeah. I also like that you got to be tactful. Like you got to pick and choose your times. Like, um, like I'm not going to sit down and talk to someone straight out about like X, Y, and Z if they not in a place to receive it. Hmm. I got to hmm. know that person. I got to know like maybe they've just had a car accident and they're broke at the moment, and stuff's really hard for them. Hmm. And like I'm just going to start shoving crap down their throat. No exactly. way. Exactly. I I, hmm. I don't I don't signal. I call that signaling. You know when you think you have advice that they need to hear or you know a certain truth that they might not know or you know what the right path is like i'll step up if i'm someone's friend like if if i'm your friend right yeah. and you like i see you walking down a path that's going to cause you harm i'm going to say bro like pull your head in yeah like, it's mm-hmm. not a good idea i'm going to say stuff like that yeah and like it's it's just like you would a kid like i'm going to touch a hot oven oh yeah go for it no worries like <laughs> no yeah. you're going to hurt yourself if you touch the oven like you need to there still needs to be that like but that's just people being people, yeah. you know, like yeah. that's just mm-hmm. being real with yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that comes under that whole almost common sense umbrella, which is <laughs> yeah. fairly lost nowadays, I feel, the whole <laughs> common sense thing. You cynical uh, bastard. Yeah. I'm, I'm, too old. I'm too old now. <laughs> no, you're oh, okay, not. You always no. say that shit. Nah, you're not nah, too old. Nah. No. Um, yeah, man. I... Feel like I want to talk way more. Does anyone have anything else they want to bring up that's really been irking them? Anything interesting? Hey, look, I got, yeah. I got something. I got a little something, something. I get uh, overwhelmed. I have so much I want to say, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, obviously, I knew I was coming here. Okay. Tonight, so I was like, "Thank you for coming." By the way, mm. taking been, time away from your beautiful so cool. family. Yeah, yeah, it's been so cool. They know I'm here, and yeah. they like totally released me to do it. So. Okay, <laughs> they were like celebrating silently. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My wife has spent the day like chilling out with her family, doing like cheese factories and all that sort of fun oh, stuff out in amazing. Swan Valley. Yep. So like, that she's great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but you know, it's I'm really blessed in the sense that Brianna very much supports my creative like things that detract from the family. I make an effort not to do, and if I do them, she will tell me don't do them. Yeah. And this is the impact that it has on the family. And that's why, even though you enjoy that thing, like this is the outcome. And if you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we'll have those discussions. When it comes to music or my creative outlet, she's like, yeah, I'm like, that's unrestricted. That's who you are. I can't bottle that. Just like I can't bottle her with her creative, you know. Yeah. It's cool. It's very cool. She's cool yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So, I, like I said, I knew I was coming tonight and I was thinking about some stuff. But, um. Going to the whole end times thing. Okay. Tinfoil hat back on. No, this is this is this is my pocket. Right. I love being so in this pocket. So going back to that whole end times thing. Okay. Hit me. Um, we've been talking about the Bible and stuff, mm-hmm. and you look at it like so. People will argue different things about what it is and what it says, and different things like that. Um, we know that it's um, one of 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but could be the oldest like historical text document, like second to like cuneiform type something or other that like has Sanskrit. multiple versions of itself yeah. and they all say the same thing, if yeah. that makes sense. So, explain so, like, cuneiform. That, that's the old- So, that's that's where- From um, Mesopotamia? Mesopotamia, yeah. they'd get um, a piece of clay. They'd make clay and then they'd get a reed and then they would- Scratch Different it, yeah. shapes of the reed yeah. Yeah. Um, would be language. So, like the earliest form of written language, I believe, is cuneiform writing. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. These cuneiform tablets that they unearthed, right? Yeah. yeah these clay, yeah. stone clay but tablets, yeah. With, uh, with the Bible, for example, it's a document that they've taken. It's found all over the place and it all says the same stuff. Um, with, and, and I get like there's a, whole, there's a whole world that you could go into. You could have a whole like 10-hour discussion about like who decided what's in it and did it. But putting that aside, right, um, we're talk, talking about the end times and stuff. Like the Bible, uh, the Old Testament is like um, – what happened but the way stories were told was like that that's how history was shared so you'd tell stories it was storytelling right mm-hmm. um and so and then the new testament which is like matthew mark luke john Acts, it's letters to cities or like to people so romans that was the people living in rome thessalonians was the people living in thessalonica mm-hmm. i think etc etc yep um corinthians is to the people living in Corinth. Yeah. So, it was written as it was seen and sent to them and like whatever. Anyway, there's this book that's, I think it's in John and goes to Revelations as well. So, it's like what was to come and it talks about the end times and when the world's going to end and da-da-da-da and all of that sort of stuff. And it says there's this line in there that's crazy because as soon as you start looking into it, your brain just explodes it. But it says, as it was in the times of Noah, so shall it be in the end days. And so, if you look at what is it in the times of Noah, you go back to the whole flood thing. Great flood, yeah. Um, and then it's like, why was there a flood? Because there was sin on the earth. Why was there sin on the earth? So, you go back into that thing. But there's this verse in uh, Genesis 6 verses 4 or just in Genesis 6 that says, the sons of God, as in angels or heavenly beings, saw that saw the daughters of men and saw that they were fair. Um, and so, they were with them. They started having sex with them. And they had kids. Yes. Holy shit. Right. This is what it says. They had kids. And, it's, and they were called the Nephilim, right? Yes. Um, and it says they were the, um, the heroes of old and the men of renown. And so, essentially demigods, right? So, like, you got these interdimensional other planetary whatevers being with women and then having these offspring. And you go into every different um, history, right? Like, you go to, ch- like, all, from all over the earth and there's, like, Hercules, yeah. Achilles, like yeah, all yeah. these dudes that were like super badass and they had these crazy things that they could do, but it's all from here. Like they have all got their different versions of essentially a demigod type thing. And it's super interesting if you start looking into it um, about like bloodlines and different things and what can mm-hmm. go on and progress and so on and so forth. Yeah. And um, I guess I wanted to bring it up and see what your take on it was. So, the Nephilim, they were- Giants, right? Am I correct me if I'm wrong? A lot of the time, lot of, they were I giants. So, so they were sure there was than- like not giant ones, but yeah, yeah. And and crazy thing, they um, found they found you know the, big skulls. Yeah, they found stuff. But yeah. do you know the story of David and Goliath? Yeah. So David the boy and Goliath the giant. Who what was, was in the sling, Johnny? Remember that? That was. Uh, but there's a. So, so sorry to cut you off, but Johnny went to uh, Venice. 
No, it's in Florence. Florence, sorry. Yeah, Michelangelo's David. Mi- Michelangelo's David, where the sling he was holding, no one knows whether that's a sling or what was in it. Is that yeah, the there's a, a story that they reckon that the sling that he's holding in the statue has got a very um, conspiratorial story behind it as to what it actually is or what's sure. in the sling or what he used. What, what, yeah, yeah, how he was able to uh, take out Goliath, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, fun fact: mm. he is of bloodline. So they they can track it and trace it. Um, and I like I do not. I'm not doing this justice because I don't know the facts on it. Like, but I've there are the facts on it that Goliath was of that bloodline. So he was Nephilim, like later generation Nephilim. Oh, I, thought wow. gonna, I thought you were going to say he's a Clinton. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, I haven't got to that part of the story. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have you heard of Zachariah Sitchin and like? Anunnaki and Nephilim and that stuff mm. as well. How aliens? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that, that, that's, that's no, no, no. Yeah, I have, I have. How we were almost created to mine gold. Now that's a very far-fetched thing, but you know. But I, uh, yeah, um, Nephilim. They, they were, they were these. Uh, yeah, I guess half, half gods. They weren't full-blooded, right? But they were descendants of. Kick. So I just jumping. So are we? Are we kind of saying here that? Um, disregard Scientology, but is the idea of like extraterrestrials and aliens part of religious belief? So my take on what I can work out of it, and this is Adam's take, um, I reckon that there is like if let's suppose that there's a god, let's suppose that there's creation, there's let's suppose heaven and hell, that whole paradigm, right? Let's suppose that the fallen angels came down and were with women and had children mm-hmm. and kind of infiltrated the humans. I'm just listening to myself. <laughs> um, I love let's, it. Let's suppose mm-hmm. all of that. Yep. Um, I reckon that heaven, like if Earth's physical, I think heaven is not in terms of like, I think the whole dimension thing, the oh. whole moving in and out of planes of like what we know and what we don't know. I think there's that going on. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's the ability for that stuff in that dimension to come into ours and do whatever and yeah. be in and out. Yep. I reckon aliens, that whole thing is that. I reckon ghosts is also that. Yep. Yeah. So And so what I will say is the biblical take on it from what I kind of from what I'm, I don't know, like from what I kind of see, what I can kind of put together, is yeah. potentially that that could be what's going down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I just want to just want to say one thing. Uh, I used to be very big into aliens. I, after a while, I, from my research, I know that sounds silly, but after you know, f- probably twelve years of being really into aliens. Yeah. I actually came to the more scary potential fact that a lot of it is terrestrial and a lot of it is us okay. with with tech with technology yeah but i do believe that if alien or alien like things were to exist they would not be of in this plane they would yeah, be sure. but they would need oh mate here's yeah old mate's gonna shit himself sometimes they need conduits in order to host on. Okay. So, therefore, you get things like demonic activity. I think some would say that aliens and demons are one and the same thing. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, but th- th- this is whole, like, it seems to be mixing the whole science and religion idea. You know, if you talk about science, talk about multiverses and how existence can exist in the same uh, point in time as another part of existence. And this is always something that I always thought, I mean, I don't really believe... 
in ghosts, apart from uh, my old my um, Italian experience about ghosts or any kind of uh, demonic type stuff, which that was fucking freaky as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even with aliens, and I, I love the idea of aliens, and I always think, well, maybe it's not actually possible. But when you when you read see all these scientific things talking about multi dimensions, and that's where I started having the idea that what if everything does sort of exist overlapping in different dimensions and through mm-hmm. certain i mean we talk about i like to think about the whole idea of um frequencies and stuff which is keeping matter together and all these bits and pieces like what if there's these little doorways little glitches in these multiverses frequencies that allow this movement between them mm-hmm. which essentially would explain uh, what we call paranormal or extraterrestrial shit like yeah yeah, sure. I think oh, I'm freaking yeah, myself. I just gave no, myself. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going back to your original question, are we confusing X and Y? No, um, I'm not saying confusing. I'm feeling like it's almost like the, the idea. Hey, do you think they're opposing? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm. I'm saying that they're together. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a, a mix. That's like what I was going to say. That, yeah, and going back to what I said before, I think like uh, this is why like I kind of. Everything I'm saying is like my perspective and what I've kind of sussed out in my own thing. I'm not saying that this is how uh, all Christians. Th- I'm I'm a weird guy. <laughs> like I like I'll I just I love stuff. You know mm. what I mean? And so, but what? <laughs> yes, yeah, so specific. Right? I love stuff. Um, <laughs> that's what I was saying before. Is like science doesn't need to oppose mm. what I believe. Yeah. Um. I just think like we we just flipping don't know everything. Like yeah. we don't, we never will. Yeah. The yep. the one thing, uh, this was another uh, a good YouTube video that I watched. It's just called like the um, a time lapse of the future, and it's narrated by that British physicist. Um, he's always on Jeremy the, Clarkson, not Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's always on um like the uh, that Q and A. Um, Oh, fuck, I can't remember his name now. I have to find it. I'll find something. But it essentially goes through the timeline of the universe from essentially what they assume to be the Big Bang to now and then what they what they predict is going to happen to the entire universe to the point that they were like 300 trillion, 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 trillion years in the future. Um, first of all, how they say like the speck of the human race. And that's something that a lot of people talk about is how the human race is just a speck in time. Like, almost does not register. But then, you know, in the future, how the, the sun's going to expand, go supernova, essentially all the suns will explode, everything will be consumed by black holes until finally the fin- like the last black hole consumes everything, every particle of light, every particle of matter, till the black that last black hole itself disappears. And then we're essentially back to... Nothing. Nothing. The and great, just how the everything goes. void. Yeah. <laughs> and and I sort of think well the the um this idea that we have now in our our speck of a lifetime of the human race that we have a conscious consciousness mm. that allow people to believe in religion believe in science believe in whatever they want that if the scientific idea that we are a speck and that essentially everything is going to disappear anyway, does it really have any... Well, I suppose it has a validity of now, of what we want to have, but over the speck of time... Are like, you saying, like, with the um, inevitable future of death, 
because of big black holes, do we have any purpose? Is that what you're asking? Kind of, yeah, I guess. Because it, like to me, when I think about it, it's like, yes, we have, we have the purpose now for us. It's for us at this time that the human race exists. Mm-hmm. But in the scope of existence, of matter, of everything that creates life, where, like, yeah. how does it go? Like, we, we start from nothing. I th- I we think go through this time and then we become nothing. I think just like conspiracies and stuff, if you fall down that rabbit hole, there's, there is a fearful element to that, to, to that way of thinking as well. I think a lot of science, the, the one pitfall I see of a lot of science is that it gets people questioning about purpose and the fact that we may be insignificant, you know, we're one in trillions well, of this and that. That becomes an argument of, I don't is, mind that. is science actually telling us the truth? Or no. is it purposely trying to make us feel insignificant? Like, how, how, like how do they yeah. have these, how can they see in, you know, trillions and trillions and trillions of years in the future as to what's going to happen to matter, to the stars, to the universe, to what essentially, I mean. I, they can't. They can't. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what I, that's what they, yeah. They can't. I yeah. think that they can't. Um, it's all spec, yeah. Yeah. But, it, but, but is it? Because, you know, we look at astronomy, we look like we see stars. We've seen stars go supernova. We know that that stuff happens. Mm. I, think, um, I think everything will end in fire. As, yeah. Um, as That's very biblical. Yeah, because yeah. it's not the flood anymore. Uh, the, is this, what, the second or third time? This will be by fire, right? So, as, as heavy as this sounds and yeah. as solemn, I think, is the word, um, that's pretty much what it says. Yeah. So, whether that's we nuke ourselves, whether that's the sun explodes, whether a meteorite hits us and wipes us out, whatever that looks like, I think it's pretty, mm. I, I reckon it's probably going to happen. So, you think it's by fire this time? It was water last time, right? The Great Flood? Yep. Essentially, that that was what you. I mean, out, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it depends, like, how how much do you want to unpack? How much do you want to talk about? I know, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. like, a lot of my friends say specifically as well, fire this time, in a not, not yeah. water. Yeah. Can, can I just? Add, I, I I don't mean any like offense. I won't receive anything. Any, but man. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um. So you're aware of that that fame the the photo the came out of the black hole. Yeah, that 100%. was released. Yeah. Did that have any kind of impact on your belief? Like, no. ha- like, how do you no. perceive um, that kind of um, yeah, sure inf- information? It's, it's I guess. part of the universe. So, like, like we live in a universe. Um, we li- we, and again, like, hear me carefully. This isn't like using it as like a crutch, but like, again, in the Bible, it says uh, in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. And when I, like, hear the heavens, like, I think, like, if there's a God who's outside time and space, like, I think the universe probably does go forever. And I think everything that can happen and go nuts and into these amazing black holes and flipping galaxies and, like, mm. like, why is it a surprise that all of that stuff can happen? Yeah. Like, that's... Hmm. Why? Like that is, is yeah. That doesn't have to oppose anything. It like if anything, it speaks to the like the beauty of creation and everything yeah. that is. Like how mm. you, like you see a mountain, or you see a volcano, or you see a thunderstorm, or you see a flower, or you see, and you're just like, man, that's insanely that's beautiful. That's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it's perfect in all of its imp- perfection. It's so perfect in all of its rawness, and it's like in yeah. all of its chaotic. Like I remember. Um, when I was uh, living in New South Wales, there was this like cyclone that came 
and like absolutely we lived in this small coastal town called um port stevens which is like about i I can't remember if it's north or south of newcastle by an hour this is beautiful like the beaches there are like absolutely insanely beautiful like way better than wa beaches and wa has some awesome beaches raw beautiful anyway this crazy crazy storm came and we were on the second or third floor of an apartment where we were living and it was flooded outside like if you go out like the, there was water in the bottom of the thing you walk out into the street there was a bmw i've got it i've got the photo underwater so i could see the roof of this bmw and someone <laughs> yeah. just abandoned it yeah. Yeah. the cafe where i was working i was working as a barista like just obliterated completely trashed and in the midst when we had no power we had no hot like no hot water we had no gas we had nothing we were just com- in complete chaos we were like bunk it bunk it up um in our apartment room and i was like do you want to go outside like there's a cyclone going on like crazy crazy and and she's like yeah cool let's go so we like basically just put on some boardies and we just went out into the most like and just stood there the sky was purple there was like constant lightning thunder like just chaos absolute chaos but in that was just immense beauty like Mm. the feeling of just like this is nuts yeah and like it's it's, it's, it's nature yeah and it's just that like that's what i feel like when i see that i was just like yeah that is sick that is so cool and it no it doesn't but like you said not mutually exclusive it doesn't mean that you can't have all these things without and like to briefly touch on what you said before the whole dimensions and multi like i i reckon there is something in that like i reckon i reckon heaven i think there is like that whole thing that we can and can't like Mm. do you know what i mean yeah 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 were you did you ever get into nikola tesla at all we oh, were big i've i've kind of sussed some stuff out yeah yep because he he always said that uh earth is a realm okay like this is actually a a like we were talking about a dimension or a plane yeah right as opposed to a it's well there's there's a dozen ways to extrapolate that but i like to think it's it's more than just a hard rock in space it's actually yeah. this is you need to be on this frequency in order to experience this yeah 100% and like so, the whole that the whole um what's the thing the flat plane yeah. illustration yeah like that totally opened my eyes um it's not a conspiracy yeah <laughs> cuz you like you think about old maps were flat because uh, some would say okay, because they were they didn't know the the real structure. Oh, wait, are we, are we going? No, 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 Mm-hmm. And it's sure as hell there tomorrow, and like everything in reality proves that it's there, right? So that that whole concept of time as a dimension makes me understand that there would be other dimensions that I cannot fathom. And so the whole thing of like you push a pencil through a piece of paper, that whole illustration, yeah, and what they would see and what that would mean, mm-hmm. I t- think it totally applies. Yeah, mm. I think there's totally weight to that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, you think about what with um, the the CERN's that particle smasher, 
where they mm. essentially they're trying to create anti well they create antimatter they actually stockpile antimatter in um mm. Geneva um in little glass vials yeah little glass vials <laughs> they've got a whole warehouse full of antimatter um mate and- do you want to buy some antimatter we've got a whole fucking uh, whole fucking truck of it mate <laughs> yeah. but the, the fact that um science does that that they create atoms that appear and then disappear mm-hmm. and appear and disappear like yeah. where do they go where do they come from you know so like I look and go that that's could be considered a form of magic like for how do things just like appear disappear where do they go yeah do I they even exist and- I just think it's a rearrangement so you can't make something out of nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't what do you think of the whole simulation theory thing? Is that like because I'm? It's an interesting theory, but I, I wouldn't put. I personally don't. Simulation theory in terms of like is like let's just take let this put address the pink elephant in the room. Let's use the yeah. matrix as an example. <laughs> um, is like that simulation theory? Well, the idea that reality itself is a almost like a computer like construct. <clears throat> and we're in it right now and we're in it right now i don't really care yeah it, it exactly yeah it, like truthfully it yep. doesn't uh it doesn't change how i how i love my wife how i love my kids yeah how i go to work how i dress how i eat how i communicate with people around me it mm-hmm. doesn't change what i believe yeah i don't care yeah like and <laughs> not and again not using that as a cop-out but it just no. doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah of course yeah, yeah. but as a theory like like if 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 in 20 minutes time Morpheus wakes me up, I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> like if yeah. he unplugs me and I wake up to that yeah. hellhole, yeah. I'm going to be pretty annoyed. <laughs> Welcome to the you're, real world. Yeah, you're like, going to be the, the guy struggling to get back in. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot. Like, yeah, you'd be cypher. You. You'd be like, plug yeah. me back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think- cool, cool concept. Cool concept. And then, like when, when I allow myself to go down that road of a simulation, what would God be in that? Like I think- the way we connect to servers is a lot like how it would be. You feel it when you go to church. <laughs> <laughs> when you pay your taxes. So, so imagine that at the end, you know how they, they always talk about judgment with God, right? If yeah. I were to fit that sure. into simulation theory, I would see those. You come out of the server. The unplugging. You're actually in the lobby of the server, <laughs> literally. And like they go through the history of what you did and went, sorry, you're going to be plugged back. You're going to respawn. You've got to do it again, man. Like mm. that is what I see as the judgment for, for simulation. But. Well, I, I mean, I've, I've started really starting to think in the most egotistical religious sense that I am my own God. Ah. And, you know, like, if there's anyone that you have to prove something to, anything you have to do for someone, it's for yourself, really. Yeah. You know, if anyone's going to judge it, it's yourself. And I, that's why I kind of have become, started to look at things. So you're a Satanist, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do what yeah, thou wilt. I'm, yeah, will. I'm my own worst <laughs> sinner. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 People, uh, a comment on that um, from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't start talking about judgment yeah. to people who, like, when I say when I like when I say that word Christian, I mean like the, the normal ones. <laughs> like the I mean we're yeah. not normal at all. Like no, I mean like not the loopy psychopaths. I just mean like the the, the real people, right? You, they know full well you don't start talking about fire and brimstone and this and that and blah blah blah. Like no one 
ever reacts like no one reacts well if you come at them aggressively hostile telling them hey, this 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 and this and like you're telling them all the reasons why they suck that's it's- that's not what jesus did mm-hmm. like and if you're the word christian means christ-like or follower of christ right so if you're calling yourself a christian and you're doing that you need to be aware of the whole picture. Like, so what the Bible does say about like the end from the beginning, da, 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 da. But the Bible says like we were created in his image, in his likeness. He was pleased with what he saw. He wants a relationship with us. He sent Jesus for our sake. That says to me that like that's the stuff you want to be talking about because mm-hmm. that's the stuff that people would be yearning to want to know about as opposed to Hey, my name's Adam, and this is all the reasons why God hates you, and I hate like, mm. like it just it just not it doesn't. Yeah, is it the, the same way of like um, yelling about nine eleven, saying like you know the, the government the government fucking brought down nine eleven, like rather than throwing something straight in there, it's more of a and like an, an ease of information type thing. Or? Yeah, but I think you're you're identifying with the bigger picture. Rather than dwelling on like the impending doom of the entire universe. exactly, yeah. which, which which doesn't <laughs> yeah. help, right? I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking. But it's true. You you want to actually go. You want to empower people, not disempower. You, you don't want to feel like they're helpless. Like, oh shit, I've done something wrong. The, like, you know? the Bible says that God's looking for a relationship with me, right? Yep. And He loves me, and He wants a relationship with me, <laughs> and I want other people to feel what that's like. Yep. That should be my sole purpose is to connect people with God. It shouldn't be about me whatsoever. It yeah. shouldn't be about an agenda. Like that's where religion gets in and like kills everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Christian, my job, if I'm supposed to have one, should be to connect people with God. Yep. Yep. No more, no less. It's just. If you want to chat and like ask about like X, Y, and Z and mm-hmm. what's this and what like, sure. But yeah. like if you don't, if you. If you don't have that as the primary goal to point people to God or point people to Jesus or whatever, then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is it yeah. is, is it blasphemous for a non-religious person to talk? I suppose it's hard, like, in a negative sense about a religion that they're not part of. So, ask the question a different way. Um, like, if I just said I'm going to hell, is that blasphemous? Yes, it doesn't. Like it's like the black hole thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I so, guess. So, you, so you, like, you, no. You, does yeah. it bother me? Like, you can say what you want. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, mm. to, like that's to, to me personally. Like, someone can say, um, I identify as a um, an oak tree, and <laughs> like, there's nothing you can tell me that's any different. I'll go, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Yeah. Do what yeah. you want, man. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's it's not like offensive in a way if you no. hear someone you know, say, "Oh, I'm going to hell." No. But for someone that's kind of not sort of pulling the piss on religion, but sort of making a reference to something that they're not. Um, if when I hear someone say that, if I'm you're like, a real person, no, you sh- that we shouldn't. If I hear someone say that, I just like yeah. inside of me, there's that part that goes, "Man, I wish I wish they knew God like I know Him." Mm. That's it. Yep. I just want. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, like. Um, Yep. The guys like um 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how religious you wanted your podcast to get. Like how, as as a word, I this can go. There's there's no absolutely no restriction on this, so we just let it um, roll. I it's, it's exploring ideas. The way sure. I think it, yeah. Um, Jesus, when he's on the cross, he's been nailed to the cross, right? And um, there's guys who are like mocking him, or like they're doing all these different things. And he says to God, he goes, "Forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing," which is like sinning. Yeah, but it, that's he, that's that was his heart. He was like, they don't know any better. Like, don't take it out on them because they. That's that's how you're supposed to be as a Christian. Mm. Yeah, like forgive them. They like, and it's not it's not a right self righteousness either. It shouldn't be that either. It's not I'm better than you, so therefore I have the ability to like stoop down to like. It's not that. Yeah, it's almost like I'm sorry that you feel that way. Not yes, a, not yeah. even that. It's just like they don't know. Like they don't know. It's like either. a yeah. Um, there's another verse that's like when I was a child I drank milk when I grew up I have to have bread and meat or whatever and it's like it's the, that whole thing mm-hmm. like if you if you don't know you don't know yeah yeah I was so naive when I was younger that I actually thought the whole Jesus thing was an entire story until I actually find documents that they say there is actually that person was actually a person yeah and I was just like um yeah. Well, I'm. I, I have nothing anymore. <laughs> but the, yeah. Do you do you also think that there's like that going back to that Zeitgeist movie that there's also a combination that he might not have just been a physical person, but there were all these allegories that were made with uh, astrology. Uh, you know, like th- things like that. It's it's kind of a Ad- Adam and Eve were plants. No, 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 not that. But no? but there, oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> you never heard. You never heard that idea no. that um, Adam no. and Eve was actually vegetation, and the whole stemming with like they grew from one plant and then like a thing the plant fell down and grew. And, no, so. I haven't heard that. But <sighs> but, but you, you know how they, there's a lot of. Uh, you know, Are you asking me? Um, do I think like how there's other religions and other gods? Do I think that all of them are just basically saying the same thing? Uh, is that what you're asking? Not necessarily, but there's. I'm just saying that there's a lot of, uh, like, for example, the Bible was written. What was the original? It was in ancient Hebrew, right? Initially, yeah, and then translated to the translated, Greek. Translated, yeah. I think, and then- but I'm saying that there's probably a, there's so much more encoded. Way deeper than just the words, like a hundred percent numerologically. I think, I think, uh, I think, I think all of that. So it's a massive much. codex. Like, like, I don't think the Bible was uh, like when it says God created the heavens and the earth in seven days. I don't think it's seven days. Yeah, this is going back to the whole thing of like that can mean that can mean like in the whole storytelling thing that mm-hmm. can mean seven periods of time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. could be a way to explain something so humans ha- can wrap their tiny brains around what yeah, what it it's, is. It's all thing like like when I read stuff like that and I say, well. You know, they say, you know, it was created in seven days and we use our modern reference of time yeah, to say, seven, well, seven days. Yeah. 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 Yet I, I always think, you know, back then, whether whether it's I'm believing Bible stories or any kind of um, even ancient, the Egyptians and stuff, that everything was different back then. Yeah. Like maybe the world actually turned slower or maybe matter itself didn't have could be the, the same I just I just density see it as, as like we have seven, now and seven yeah. block periods hmm. and like when you, you take a, diff- into a completely account, different referencing when you take into thing. account the separation of the sun, like the earth from the sky and the water from the land and like fit like and then you bring like you introduce natural selection and evolution yeah. into it like I don't excuse me I don't think they have to oppose yeah like they don't have to yeah. I, I see it as like almost they're both telling the same story but like mm-hmm. like 
if you if you take it as like seven days like that's a that's pretty impressive like I'm, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. god he can do what he wants but like <laughs> yeah. um yeah do you know what i mean like yeah i think uh, i don't know that it's specifically seven days yeah mm. and he created the light from and the, the dark, dark from and what dark. is that and what is that like yeah yeah sun moon stars sun and the, the moon. universe yeah but you know and when did that happen over how long like duality mm. there's always a well, it's, you it's need a opposing for, uh, opposing forces so sure. there's no light without dark and vice versa yeah. so yeah holy fucking shit adam stafford that's is it that, that's great that's i, I uh, didn't expect it to get this deep I don't know where we are. <laughs> We're in the muddy waters. Yeah, who knows, man? Who, uh, who knows? But I still, regardless of all that, what we talked about, we've gone on the roller coaster from yeah. <laughs> music to conspiracies to religion. But Technology was in there. I think yeah. it all. It's all. It's we managed nine eleven. We, we got yeah, through no. that. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just glad we got out of that one. I know. Yeah, that <laughs> we could have been there for a while. <laughs> I know, but you know, uh, there's a lot of questions. That's all I have. I don't. I don't ever claim to go. This is what happened. I go. That's weird. Mm. Why isn't anyone talking about that? That's literally all I'm doing. But it seems like even doing that means you're a weirdo these days. But. Um, and, like, I feel like it's worth saying that anything I've talked about is, um, it's it's been, a like, it's my journey, right? And, yeah. like, um, if anyone has any, qu- I'm, I'm not, like, putting on, like, a, a hateful bias on anyone that doesn't agree with me. Same, that is, yeah. That's 100% the opposite. Of like, it's not that. Yeah. Um, if you have questions about it, go ask someone that knows more about it than you do. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Google. Yeah. Google. <laughs> Google knows more than anyone. Yeah. Aye, but, aye, aye. but all I can say as well is if, if, if anything that we were talking about piqued your curiosity, oh, yeah. like just go and look at it. Don't Suss it out. Does Suss anyone out remember yourself, Ask you know? Jeeves? I remember that. The old search engine. Ask, Bing. Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Bing. Bing. That's still around. That's more like a freaking malware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it always installs when you don't want it to. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Microsoft's yeah. Bing, isn't it? Microsoft. Oh. Bing's Microsoft. Yeah, who knows, yeah. man? Who knows? But yeah, ask Jeeves and Yahoo and then yeah, Google. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I, I still remember trying to load like Ask Jeeves <laughs> on a... Um, what do we have? We had at home a Macintosh LC3. Like when the big deep box that's the thing I, I love the fact that i grew up with computers from old black and white mm. big crt windows 3.1 is what yeah. i started on Hell, oh is. yeah mm. uh, windows for work groups was that 3.1 i don't know all i know is that someone gave me a 3.1 computer and i had like duke nukem and some Holy other shit. games like, yeah. uh the first doom <laughs> no i wasn't allowed that yeah. commander keen oh you yeah, weren't allowed to, yeah you, you weren't allowed to Oh no no no! I'm at, like when I had a three point one, I was like, yeah, five or six. Mm. Okay, yeah, true, true. And it was a hand me down, so it was like whatever was left. Yeah. I was I was funny that I I started on my computer journey started with um, Max, and I will never ever ever touch one again. Why? <laughs> What's wrong with I, you? I, I just don't like the way it's designed. Okay. No. And you felt the need to tell everyone that? <laughs> no, no, no. I just no, I, I, it was funny because, like, I'm literally almost just having, like, um, flashback, flashbacks now as a kid just around computers. Raging thinking, at your old Thinking about the old computers we used to have. And now I'm sitting here with these two, you know, 
thin monitor, 27-inch monitors with a whole big tower and stuff like mobile phones. And remember the days of just having these small little box computers that would not fucking do shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Right. I'd it love is. to get my hands on one and make music out of some of that stuff. Mm. Like some of the sounds. That would be oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Old MIDI soundtracks. <laughs> Not even that, man. Like yeah. sampling the sound of when you turn it on and the hard drive like yeah, it's, oh, so, turning so, on. Sampling the sound of your internet um, yeah. dialer oh, that's dialing into the mobile. That's been, oh, that's been done I'm before. talking about the actual yeah. hard drive going, oh, I've got power. Like that sound, the physical <laughs> movement sound. Yeah. Not the electronic sound. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, just before we go, have you seen Mark Zuckerberg e- eating a piece of toast? No. Okay, let's let's pull it up for, for thirty seconds. All right. Why yeah. are we doing this? Okay. It's just fucking funny. Okay. Okay. It's just just for two seconds. Is this an audio, an auditory mo- a video, or is this just? Um, people are going to have to watch the YouTube, but we'll cut it up and put it on our socials so people will see it. So right. Just put on a uh, second one, CNN. Uh, CNN. This one. Yep. And just uh, forward it to about, like, 40 seconds. Oh, zucks. All right. right, Let's have a look. Jarvis knows when to make a wreck. Your toast is ready. All right. It's time for my call with Shrek. Can you get him on a video conference line? Setting up the DC room now. Remember to check on the AI guidance system for Athena. One of the best things about Jarvis... Tell me that's not a lizard. That's a lizard. That's a lizard eating a piece of toast, for sure. Yeah, he, he... Go back. Go back to where he eats the toast. He doesn't spread anything on it. That's creepy. That, that, that looks really weird. That's really creepy. That looks fucking weird. That's really creepy. I, I didn't actually look at it before. Mmm, <laughs> human food. <laughs> this is what you humans like, toast? That is weird. No human being yeah. in the world eats toast like that. I will vouch for that. If, if someone I was with ate like that, yeah, I would ask him to leave immediately. And as a as an Australian <laughs> guy of twenty eight years old, I can also testify that that is not how kitchens look. <laughs> oh, what oh. is that? That's fucking scary. I'm gonna, oh, we're no. falling. We're falling. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, this I didn't is, even realize that was part of it. He's already got alien, um, fucking reptilian. Oh, this is the rabbit hole. This is what we're not going <sighs> to go down. Um, Adam, thank you so much for coming, man. Thanks. Cheers. For me, it's been great. Thank this you so much. That's, that's been a, a good. We we're a bit out of practice, so. Um, thanks for uh, getting us back in rhythm. That's been awesome. Um, you're going back to work, Johnny. Yeah, I'll be. Well, no, I'll be here for a couple of days. Yeah, off again. Yeah, we should have. Uh, I'm not going to say if we have episodes coming up. Yeah, well, we, through, will. But we, we, we will. We will. This we'll keeps have, it keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going, man. We've been yeah. doing this for a long time. We're getting a bit long in the tooth. Yeah, um, it's good. Were, were you surprised at how, <laughs> how many we've done? Like. How, how no. long it's been going for? No. The first one was what? 2011? 11. That's Holy cool. It's fuck. a good effort. Yeah. It's a good effort. Yeah. And, um, going. yeah. Trying to get it going more. Uh, missionctarot.com.au, uh, the Instagrams and Twitters. Do you want to plug anything? We're on, uh, we're on Spotify as well, Mission Control uh, Podcast, as well as Google Podcasts, as well as iTunes. Yes. Yeah. I think you're about to play a song. Um, yes, I am. This is the first time it's ever been put anywhere. Okay. Aired. So, it's technically... Exclusive. It's an exclusive. Ah. It's technically it's premiere. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit different to what I usually do. Yeah. Um, but if you like it, you can download it for free. And you can either share it or not. I don't care. <laughs> Amazing. So, you're on if SoundCloud. If you like it, listen to it. If you don't... Should we, should we put a, like a link in the description? Yeah, yeah sure. we can put yeah. a link there. Yeah. Uh, and what do you call it again? Squid Eyes. Squid Eyes. Yep. And you can just search it on SoundCloud. Yep. Thank you.
amazing. We're getting an exclusive. Yeah, thanks again, Adam. It's been yeah, that's insane, guys. You guys are right. Thanks, Adam.